0: Welcome to the Big Three IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam.
1: What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football. This is Josh Schramer, and we are back with another episode of the Big Three IDP Podcast. And no, there's no saying the intro in unison this time, boys. Although that was quite funny, and I'm sure everyone loved it just as much as we did. I'm here with Adam Markham and Bobby Reynolds, gentlemen. How are we this evening?
0: Doing great, Josh.
1: Just fabulous. How are you, Josh? Is your Mountain Dew hat come in yet? Adam? Not yet.
2: Not yet. It's a layaway. It's uh, yeah. It's. Let's see. It's been over five days now, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Where
1: is it? i be. Mean, do you think I, the person saw it and was like, "Oh no, we can't send this to this guy"?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um. I listened to that part should of should be here episode. soon though. I, I imagine it'll be here before Friday.
1: I listened to that part of the show probably three or four times and legitimately just lost it every time.
2: Yeah, the Mountain Dew close.
1: Yeah.
3: I did like your take on the uh, Kyle Shanahan like super itty bitty logo. And we looked yeah. at
1: the hat last night in more detail, and it is a tiny little logo. Bizarre. We also man. saw
2: where it's a custom hat. It's his custom hat. Yeah,
1: wow. that's what we, That's what I found out last night. Like Shanahan actually designed this hat. I yeah, saw so a tweet. You can't buy this in the stores.
3: It said, uh, "My name's. Uh, this is Kyle Shanahan, and welcome to ridiculousness." Ever seen that? Show? Show on MTV, oh yeah, oh, yeah, and uh, kind of looks like that. He kind of looks like uh, Rob Dyrdek. Yeah, so he there does. was Similar. there was
1: a famous clip from a Western UK dodgeball game where a kid tried to backflip mm-hmm. to dodge a ball mm-hmm. and landed right on his neck and his face and just blacked out. Wow, like knocked himself out. Like we thought he had died for about half a second. They had to take him to the hospital, and he died. <laughs> so wow, rip, yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> bro. But that that clip, someone just happened to be filming that clip. And um, it made it onto Ridiculousness. Wow. Yeah. Probably like the biggest, I would say, are, like pop that, that that league has ever gotten before. Huh. It was crazy. So I think you can actually find the Ridiculousness clip on YouTube if you search for it. It's still going. Is it still on air? Oh, yeah. Uh, ridiculousness? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just figured those... MTV, sh- is that still a thing? <laughs> That's still a thing. I just figure. I mean, are there really, like, still, like, clip shows on TV since we have YouTube and... That's true. Like,
3: Vine and...
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I sure. I,
1: I,
3: Twitter now? Y'all watch TV?
1: No. Oh, yeah. I watch the butt out of some TV. But I'm just
3: saying, like, we have a... What's our thing? Like, a Roku? That's mm-hmm. all we really do.
1: Yeah, we do Roku.
3: We don't do, like... We're cord yeah,
2: cutters. I have a Fire Stick. I got gotcha. you. I have, you know... That's cool. Uh, Netflix. We have Hulu. Disney Plus. And then I have, you know... Logins. Yeah. Yeah. Every, other people's yeah, logins. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, hey, Mom, uh,
3: <laughs> Yeah. Shout outs to. Uh, hey, um, we're on
1: that family Netflix
2: plan with my parents
1: and my go. brother and sister
3: in law. So I have my own
2: Netflix plan now. Ooh.
3: Yeah. Nice. I need to, I
2: need to talk to. Uh, I need to do something.
3: Nice. Y'all got a uh, Motor Trend on Demand? No, I doubt that.
2: Motor Trend on Demand? <laughs>
3: it's one of my favorite. Uh, Favorite little apps. How have what, you not started a car spinoff? Nah, yeah, no reason. There to. are a lot
2: of good car shows on. You know,
3: a lot of bad car the, shows out there too. Did, did you, you ever
2: like? Um, what was the one with the three Brit Top Gear?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, they I get, always like Top Gear. They got some cool stuff on there. I'm just not a big fan of like British cars. Yeah. I was
1: I was yeah. thinking more of the um, Orange Shitty Choppers. You remember that show? Nah, I hated that. That was crazy terrible. Crazy guy and his son, <laughs> and they would fight all the time. Terrible.
2: He Orange. I think you said Orange Shitty Choppers. <laughs> <pretty sure.
1: laughs> was it Orange County was it Orange City <laughs>
3: it was just miserable they were always like getting in a fight every day but no yeah. uh, Roadkill uh, Dirt Every Day some good shows man there's some bad shows out there too
1: what's the car podcast that you love
3: um, C10 um, oh Talk gosh. C10 Talk yeah it's like a tr- special type of trip Hey,
1: just like we're a special type of fantasy football. Special group of guys. Hey, so we want to give a special shout out here before we get into tonight's show. Thanks again to Kyle, Kyborg. Mm -hmm. Uh, Got a little bit of pop on the fantasy footballers, Addy.
2: Hey, that's what I do. That's what I do. I make sayings, baby. I mean, you are, as we
1: said, a branding expert. And so, no surprise, the day after the show drops, the... Ballers switch uh, Kyle's nickname over to Kyborg.
2: Yeah, World that happened. Renowned. Yeah. They, they, so they said it like, you know, on the a show. handful of times, mm-hmm. right? No, just once. Okay, but still, that's not... At the uh, end of the show. That seemed like a pretty big coincidence. And they kind of made a point of
1: it. You yeah. know, they're all kind of like, Kyle, yeah, let's now. do that. That's what they said.
2: Mike uh, definitely liked our tweet. Yeah. Right? So we know they saw it.
4: Yeah.
1: So yeah, shout out to Kyle. Thanks for coming on. And that they was listened. was really fun. They listened.
3: The Ballers listened to the big three. Yeah. That's right. At least one of them.
2: Yeah. Kyle's gonna—he's uh, gonna be in our league now too. That's yeah, that's uh
1: could be the first step, and you know maybe getting IDP out to a wider audience. Yeah, never know.
2: So we can all start cornering him, you know, and being like, "Hey, Absolutely. we can all poke him separate times." Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. what's up? You want to get us in front of uh, the rest of the gang? <laughs> hey, yeah. you want
1: to like fly us up to your house, and we'll sit in on the next video call with yeah. the ballers.
3: Let's do it. Hey, who are those three guys <laughs> in the background? <laughs> yeah,
2: we're, yeah.
1: Oh, don't worry about us. Why'd oh, they, us? Why they bring Popeyes?
4: We'll
3: get
2: there. Yeah. No, you don't got to pay for anything. <laughs> nah, Maybe, but got, are you offering?
1: <laughs> great response to that episode. So thank you, Kyle, again, for coming on and putting up with our shenanigans. Uh, for like We said, you know, let's keep it to a tight 30, 40, 45 minutes. That's our thing. It was a little calm. It ends up going about an hour and 15. This one I feel like is going to be a big one. Yeah. It's feel is, like this could be
0: pushing about three hours tonight, Josh. Speaking yeah, of the,
1: sure. My wife's about to go into labor at any point, but let's push three hours. Speaking Adam. of the energy we might need to, uh, to get us through this one. That's, that's right, right. That's right. We got the... Uh, I loved the Super Bowl commercial with Brian Cranston and Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. That so was a great one. It was that a was really great. good one. And so I went out and bought you boys uh, some Mountain Dew Zero Sugar to try. Yeah. So I've already had one. It is fantastic. I'm curious right. Cheers. Cheers. to yeah, get yeah. y'all's thoughts here. Crack it open and let's see what you think. Has a lot of caffeine, as we've been discussing off mic. Oh, what you
4: Man, think, Refreshing.
1: Yeah, I think it is different than Diet Mountain Dew. I think it has a distinctly different flavor.
2: That's very good. It doesn't taste like a diet drink. mm It uh Mm. It's Mm-mm. pretty good, man. Absolutely. I like that. Yep. A lot of caffeine though.
1: 113 milligrams,
2: which is a uh, lot. It's
1: See y'all a lot. At 2 a.m. <laughs> I was going to say y'all going to be awake if you drink this whole thing, so just know that. <laughs> right I will.
0: That. I cool. will drink it.
1: <laughs> so, I was feeling this sounds like it's real like good. A, that
0: sounds like a bet. Or dare. I will drink the whole thing. I'll drink Bobby's, too. Bobby has,
1: Bobby has tea. Yeah. Uh, got a little throat scratch. A little a lime Perrier. Perrier. Yeah, i a Perrier uh, fan. Now Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Perrier,
2: What? what's the, uh, how do you drink that? It's
3: basically just carbonated water.
2: Why do you drink that?
3: To try to keep me from drinking Mountain Dews and mm. Diet Cokes. Man, I can you suck down like some sizzle. Diet Cokes. You like the sizzle? I like it. You I like the carbonation. carbonation. Yeah. yeah. When you get yes. tired of water, you got to do a little something yeah. different.
1: Yeah. And some flavoring. I mean, water's nice, but you know, just something a little bit of flavor. No, I'm good. Come I'm,
2: on, come on, Eddie. Those aren't come uh, on, My thing. Yeah, it's doesn't like it doesn't sure. it's
1: uh, 60 milligrams yeah. of sugar going. Straight unless it's some
0: protein. type of uh, neon color, you know, <laughs> or uh, you know?
1: Never forget that time you poured that monster out. <laughs> You're not supposed to know what monster looks like.
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't ever do that, guys. Like
1: dehydrated, like a dehydrated person's urine color. Well, there's a
2: reason they keep it in that. black Also,
3: can. I think I'm addicted to Taco Bell. I've had their quesadilla two to three times a week for the last month now i can't get off of that thing do
2: you have a
1: problem the stupid
3: quesadilla with that fire sauce man
1: gosh r.i.p to the reaper Ranch uh taco though yeah that's a yeah, sad, sad day
2: yeah. gone forever they said they told me it'll never be back like they told you uh-huh They they say never. that sometimes
1: no you
3: know? they said isn't
1: ne- it it doesn't how is it not
3: how is it gone <laughs> yeah <How is> it's <laughs> a sauce it where'd it go even here for that long yeah I know it was like here for was, like a week. Yeah, maybe you can still get the other ones. The only thing that makes it Reaper Ranch no, is, all terrible. is the sauce, though. Oh, you yeah. You can still make it with the actual, you know. That's true.
1: Yeah, it's a sauce.
3: It's ridiculous. But yeah, it's a sauce. How is
1: it
2: out? How's it? How's it
1: gone it's, forever? It's made from the same stuff that I'm sure your other sauces are made from. It's just in different quantities. I only
3: had one. I don't even remember it. Yeah. Pitiful. Get it together, T
2: Bell. I've I've actually not been for a little bit. The the nacho
1: fries I saw are, are oh those back? are back, baby. Yeah, back.
2: Now those are good. I do need to go uh, get some of those. I do You're back
1: on the bandwagon, baby. That's
2: right. I forgot that. That's uh that's one of my big takes, guys. Mm. Those are uh, a a top five French fry. Wow. Well, they look kind of like
1: Rally's fries because they're kind of orange, but I'm sure the flavor is different. They're just, it's
2: because they're just coated in that, you know.
3: The Ever since the old... uh Seasoning, seasoning. Season just seasoning. Ever dust. since the Cabell uh, uh, introduction to Five Guys fries, man, I've been back. Those things Have are you? good. Oh, yeah. the Cajun, 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 fries. whatever it was. Yeah. That stuff was awesome. Have
1: you guys tried the Wingstop fries yet? Mm-mm. I'm telling you, that is a... No. That's a fry unlike you've had before because it is like... I think they legitimately put sugar on it. And you wouldn't think that would be good, but it's real no, good. Sugar's good. It's real good. So, um, yeah, we got Mountain Dews, uh, here after the Super Bowl. So what we're going to do on this episode, we're going to talk, uh, all about Super Bowl 54, break it down for you all, some of the top performers on both offense and defense. And then we got a fun buy, sell, hold segment coming up with a bunch of offensive and defensive dynasty you know, players that we want to put out there that maybe there's some mixed feelings on and we're going to see where we come down so we look forward to with rso's platform rolling over in the next day or two combined with this episode about 600 trade requests oh, coming yeah. through the xffl uh slack channels here drive <laughs> right, boys let's get those trade juices a-flowing but uh guys let's start with the old uh, superb al and uh of course I'm sure everyone in America watched the game, so you know the uh, Kansas City Chiefs won 31-20, and uh, Mahomes was named the MVP. This was the Chiefs' first Super Bowl win in 50 years. Wow. Which is wild. And they've had a lot of playoff appearances lately. Uh, one of the other podcasts I was listening to actually made a pretty good case that the Chiefs have had success, but they've had a lot of like uh, playoff heartbreak yeah. as well. Don't forget last year, Against the Pats, they don't even get a chance in overtime. Uh, Alex Smith, they had that great team when they played Andrew Luck and the Colts in the playoffs and lost, uh, squandered a 24 or 28-point lead. So it was good. I was happy to see the Chiefs get over the hump and see Andy Reid get a
2: Super Bowl. Agree. Yeah, they have a really good fan base. Really they good do. fans. I'd love um, to
1: go see a game there.
2: Paul Rudd, he's a big I didn't know Kansas that City. until I yeah. saw
1: the, the Twitter video with bomb. Yeah. Um,
2: but, yeah, it was uh, it was cool, man. It, it, but it's going to be – it's cool now. It's probably going to not be as cool uh, in 10 years when they've, you know – Won, like, six out, yeah. of
1: the, out of the 10 or something. Yeah. Been uh-huh. to eight of them.
2: Yeah, because this is something that's going to keep on happening. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, this was – I saw somebody, somebody put out a stat, like, Mahomes is the first player to throw this many touchdowns, win this many games – get to a Super Bowl, win an MVP in his first three seasons, I was like, bro, talk about two seasons he's done all this. Because he started one game his rookie year.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just insane what he's been able to do. What do you guys think? Do you think that the, uh, did the the Chiefs win it or did the Niners blow it?
3: Um, I think the Chiefs won it. I think the Chiefs defense probably needs a little bit more recognition than we are really giving them, you know? Um, we're talking about Chris Jones had three batted balls and pretty important batted balls, you know. Um, Rashad Breland had a pick. He had some really nice plays. Tyron Matthew played really well. Daniel Sorensen had some nice tackles as well. Um, I don't really know about their linebackers. I'm not really sure what Suggs or uh, or Hitchens did. Um, Fuller, but-
1: Fuller had the one of the best interceptions I have ever seen. I think you put it out. It's yeah. exactly what I said at our Super Bowl party that uh, Kendall Fuller absolutely mossed. Who was it that they were throwing to there? Was that Debo he was throwing to? No, I think it was uh, deep
3: pass or Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, Bourne just got straight-up mossed. That yeah. was an incredible pick by Fuller. It was awesome. But I agree. The Kansas City defense, I think the, the San Francisco offense struggled, but the Kansas City defense, man, they put a lot of pressure on Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And the question of can Jimmy G win you a Super Bowl – that was not a good first chapter in that book. Mm-hmm. If he gets multiple cracks at this thing,
2: yeah, a lot of checkdowns. The yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. It that seems pass like, to
1: Manny Sanders is going to haunt 49ers fans. Yeah, that was bad. Had him wide open and just missed him. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and then I don't. It was weird. I mean, we saw no Matt Breida. I, did, mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't run it nearly enough. Did uh, you see
1: that um, that stat? I just saw it before I came out here. It was a tweet. I'll see if I can find it. But basically, I think he had like a fumble or something against the Vikings. Yes,
2: and at, once the game was already in hand, it was like late in the game. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, he had he, a fumble. He and, he played, and he's been fumbling. A, uh, he's been fumbling a lot. You two know.
1: games after that, he played two out of one hundred snaps.
2: Mm-hmm. Shanahan does that stuff, man. Yeah, he he wants to prove these points, and that's a big reason why we we've seen uh, Dante Pettis exiled. Um, but he does that stuff. He goes, you know. Gets pissed at dudes. Yeah, these good players, and he and he he he's okay riding with these backups or these you know lesser known guys. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know if you don't do what he wants you to do, mm-hmm. stuff just, is annoying to me.
1: I just didn't see I didn't see a lot from them last night in terms of like we know their offense can
2: do it, but it was it like was it the play calling? Was it Jimmy G? Like play calling seemed pretty good yeah. up until you know. I mean, they had the game. I saw where at one point, you know, they had it was a ninety five percent win probability. Yeah, at one point in the game. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, heard a good rebuttal to that, which I don't think that ninety five percent took Patrick Mahomes into the
1: equation.
4: That's yeah.
2: true. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. He got he got one of the the best offensive minds. You figure that he could, you know, and he's been in a situation before where he had a team come back. You figure if anyone knows to keep your foot on the gas, it's it's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but. And there was a stat where I think he's, in the fourth quarter, he's been outscored 46 to nothing now, yep. including overtime.
4: Huh.
1: It's bad, man. It's That's just crazy. like, because Andy Reid had been ripped for that for a long time. Yeah. Sitting on leads, not being aggressive down the stretch. And, heck, they went for two fourth downs, I think, in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, um, Damian Williams, I think, had the direct snap on the fourth down play, right? That was a um, pretty cool play. Yeah. And... um yeah, because that, that was not a good snap, and he was able to handle it. Damian Williams had a great game, man. There was a lot of buzz on Twitter that people were thinking he should have been the MVP over Mahomes. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't think so. Yeah, I think Mahomes was – he's the leader. There's no clear, you know, MVP It needs to go to the quarterback.
1: Even though – I don't think he had a great game. No. I think
3: he played well in the fourth quarter. doesn't but, mean
1: he had a great game. But that's a great
2: defense. That's a good defense, yeah. and, you know, it's playoff time. I yeah. Mean, um, and he didn't lose it for him. Oh, and dude, he got lit up. I know. He was probably a little woozy. I don't know that he, you know, didn't receive a concussion on that first hit, but yep. he got lit up a few times. Yep. Um He got which,
1: stuck down by the goal line too later yeah. in the game. Yeah,
2: I know. I've I've been kind of uh <laughs> impressed how he's become like such a runner here recently.
3: Jaquaski Tart.
2: Chakwaski, is that how he pronounces
1: that's it? That's
3: what Aikman said. That, yeah.
2: that, I've heard multiple people
1: pronounce it that way. But
3: then Joe Buck like just continued on, like, "Oh yeah, Aikman's tried. Right. It's Chakwaski. Chakwaski. No, well, yeah, it's not it." But anyways, that's, yeah, that was that's a hard not hit. Not
1: the way. Okay, so this was from Adam Levitan from Establish the Run. That was his tweet. Yeah, lost a relatively meaningless fumble late in the divisional win over the Vikings. And two games after that, he played two out of 100 snaps.
3: See, I think a little bit of the wow. problem. And is good.
1: Yes. He's not a bum. Uh, let
2: Breida go.
3: They didn't throw to Kittle enough. Uh, four catches for 36 yeah. yards. Yeah, what was going on? He did, didn't hurt.
2: Yeah. I don't know what his deal well, The labrum yeah. stuff, right? But he played well all
1: season. He was PFF's highest graded player on the year. He's had a tough playoffs though.
3: San Francisco's best offensive player might have been Kyle Yushik. He's had some nice plays. He was good after Debo. Debo. Well, was, that's, true, that's Debo true. Debo was so
1: good, dude. But, he but, looked like a man amongst boys. He's there. Get on the ball plays. enough, man.
2: I know. Three rushes, 53 yards. They kind of, of, catches, they kind of went away
1: from him a little bit, though, right? Yeah. I mean, he was so involved early on, and it just yeah. felt like everything kind of drifted mm. apart from the 49ers there at the end. Like, there was just no focus, no drive. They were just like deer in the headlights almost, like we don't have a plan. You know, Kansas City's punching back, and we have no plan as to how we're going to counter that.
3: Shout out to uh, Nico on that prop bet. Uh, Debo's first carry got him. I think the prop bet was over under 14 yards. That first carry got him like 19 yards or something like that. But, yeah, man, Debo's weird. Like, why – why is he so good with the ball in his hands? He's wild, man. Just a talented receiver.
2: Yeah, he he can do it all.
3: Catches the ball, too, and it seems like he takes some hard hits. And you're like, oh man! He's a and big he's boy. like, he's fine. Yeah.
1: Can't you see Shanahan in the meeting, like, Breda, you're benched. Debo, you're our new running back. Seriously,
2: <laughs> I'd love to see it. You're gonna be our featured back and our
1: featured Just wide receiver.
2: Give him give uh, give him two hundred carries, man. That'd be awesome. Uh, you guys you, also shout out Fred Warner. Yeah. Uh, this was this was pretty special, guys. You know, we had we had Fred Warner get a pick uh-huh. in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs, yeah. who we saw in person. Yes, we did. So Mahomes' I feel like first
1: game back.
2: We did it. Pretty cool.
1: It was. I uh, I put this out on Twitter and we'll we'll see if it comes to pass. It was kind of a, a dart throw prediction. But do y'all think Mahomes has been a hundred percent since he came back?
3: Probably not. It. Yeah. You
1: just I just watched the way he walks. Yeah. Like when he he would get, he would have a run or something to be coming back to the huddle. He would kind of run and then stop and walk. And his, just his gait, yeah. he was kind of gimpy looking. Yeah. Like that knee, like he was favoring that knee a little bit. And he's kind of dragging it around while he's <laughs> running
2: a little bit. What we need to do is go back and look and see how he was running pre yeah. knee. Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. So we can see if he had a little bit of this, you know, because sometimes we Maybe can, he
1: just has a funky, yeah, he might funky just be run like that. Yeah.
3: But I agree. You could be right.
1: I mean, a dislocated but, kneecap, dude. That's just, His kneecap was facing the wrong way. Yeah,
2: you can't be 100% good from
3: that. No,
1: and he came back really quick. Yeah.
3: I wouldn't be able to get that out of my mind. I I'd know. still be thinking about that. Like, they
1: said the doctor came onto the field and popped it back yeah, into place. That'd be it for me. On the field. I'm done.
3: Field. Yeah. Boys, I'm
4: going the way of luck. So gross. Retiring.
3: So yeah. gross.
1: So, any other big takeaways here from this game? Um some nice performances from some defensive linemen. Nick Bosa was a freaking terror. I saw where he had pressure on like 30.2% of his snaps. Mm-hmm. He had either a, a sack, a hurry, or a hit. And the next closest person was at like 20%. Mm. So he was an absolute monster. I was really impressed with uh, DeForest Reimer. DeForest, Yeah. <laughs> So we had that joke on the last sode. Uh, what would it take? And Allie agreed. Allie said $20,000. We'll name him whatever the highest scoring IDP we'll, player was. We'll tag DeForest tomorrow. So it will be DeForest Raymer because uh, he was the highest scoring in the uh, IDP guys challenge with 22 points. Yeah. Heck yeah. Had a nice line. Three solos, three assists, uh, one and a half sacks, and a tackle for loss. So mm. good game for DeForest Raymer. That so, seems
2: likely. I mean DeForest I, I could mm. I can get on board with that, and I feel like your wife could too. Yeah. I feel for like sure. that's gonna be a maybe that could, maybe mm. that's already a name. I feel like that's uh I don't know.
1: Well, do you think he goes by D? By Forest?
2: Forest. I'm definitely going to Forest. DeForest? Forest? Yeah. By Death? Deaf,
3: oh, deaf, deaf frame,
1: deaf yeah. ray,
2: man, mm. deaf frames. Ooh, I'm
1: liking it. I'm just glad it's not Jaquaski, especially since so we have to pronounce it. He had a solid Joukowsky, game. Jakuwski, apparently, yeah, he, he did. He did. He had Five two solos, one sack, and a tackle for loss. Who, Very nice. uh, Close.
3: He, who ended up winning an IDP guys challenge? You know,
1: not me. I came in fifth, I believe. Huh. So, were you pee off lover? Yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know, because it doesn't have the person's real name on the That's on the, the thing. teams. I, I figured out his
2: pretty quickly too.
1: Yeah, I was hot fart factory. Yeah, so. I knew
2: immediately who he was, and I figured he if he s- searched through, he could find mine.
1: Yeah, I was like pee off lover spelled mm. L U V E R. That's got Adam. Got it.
3: Took Debo first. Got it.
2: You know me well.
1: But Bobby, you got edged out in our. Uh, our other, uh, the one that we did the live draft for. Heartbreak
0: yeah. warfare, baby.
1: Now let's just. Connie you edged was out. counting
0: those chickens? On the last episode you said I, you said you won it. You already had it wrapped up, Bobby. I hope
1: you learned your lesson. I'll, you piece of trash. <laughs> did it shift into like baby talk there? You piece of trash.
3: How much did the me buy?
1: Like 10 points. Really?
3: Yeah. I'm not even in that Nine thread. 10 points. Freaking Mostert just couldn't bang it in that one time. Thanks a lot, Raheem. It's a good so, effort though. Good yeah. Effort. I
1: uh yeah, whoever whoever Stiller's fifty eight is hmm. uh was the winner of the IDP guys challenge and won it pretty handily. Uh nine hundred and twenty three points and the next closest person was eight eighty five. Hmm. So yeah, I came in looks like sixth.
2: So we're gonna be better next year. We know what to do now. This is our first year doing it. Didn't mm. really have any clue. Yeah. The
1: eliminator aspect is tough, man, because it's like
2: I'm gonna play, dudes. I'm just gonna play them. Yeah, you know, playing when I when I got a chance to play them, Because otherwise, you just
3: it's a pretty rad setup. I I kind of enjoy that.
2: It's fun. It's cool. It's a nice I- little. It'll be nice to do. You know, since we're just doing that one. Because
3: the XFFL definitely died this year. So yeah. just so that you all know yeah, that. Just, sorry. Congrats to Leesus,
2: Nico and Lee. And- <laughs> yeah. Shout out Leesus. He won. Leesus won. Never
3: Leezus again. Won. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh beefy
1: and d oh beefy d Lee.
3: inaugural and also the last
2: who
1: came in last that's the question though uh, a dd in my pants but i think he only set a lineup the first week so nice. someone that set a lineup all let's see definitely when, somebody from the listener league with uh the, let's the poop see team name the swing swing mystery uh, was the it wasn't that far off 747 so looks like it, it was, was pretty close. DJ Keltown yeah, last old, place old DJ
3: congrats to DJ we hunted
1: we hunted old DJ Keltown down and uh, just stay off the Canadian investor reddit there DJ Keltown that's where we hang out now uh-huh. and we're putting Sir. all kinds of humorous podcasts out Sir. about diversifying your portfolio in Canada uh-huh. so you can just back right off
0: it's pretty <laughs> pretty trash market if you ask me i'd be steering clear of it
1: you need to diversify your podcast maybe you'll find something that suits your humor dj Keltown. town right. i love how we're just roasting this guy he's probably like a like a legit probably
3: a really listener nice guy. and
1: likes our stuff on twitter <laughs> yeah. and has no idea
2: we actually we're we're just we're just joshing around here yeah we are we actually we're uh he did recommend us that's right he really yeah. recommended us you know, we just we take we are obviously
1: super thin skinned, and so we take yeah. everything super personally.
0: Right? <laughs> we don't hear any of that other good stuff. Yeah. We just focus <laughs> on the straight negative. Straight the bad. Yeah. And we just see red. Gotta there's improve. no talking. There's no talking to us at
1: that point. All right. right. So, oh well, let's talk about this as we wrap up the Super Bowl talk. Uh, what y'all think of the halftime show? Jeez.
2: Oh my God. I
1: mean, oh, <laughs> goals. <laughs> I just heard heard it very well said. There were a lot of horny people on Twitter after that show was over. I
0: don't
2: know, man. I mean, it was fine. It'd be like a
1: slight baby boom. The, the all I can think of is the Shakira tongue incident, yeah. where she thought she was a snake for half a second. I didn't even notice that until
2: today on the internet.
1: Was I bizarre. just happened to be watching it right when she did that, and I was like, "What did she just do that for?"
3: Yeah, I heard today that Jennifer Lopez spent over a million dollars on like nip and tuck surgeries in preparation. For for the halftime show, really? Wow.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, who was that dude that was on stage? No idea. With, I, I was so white, hopeful. The glasses. I don't know. I couldn't understand what he was saying. Well, it was all in Spanish, and we don't speak Spanish.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. See,
2: but see, I thought they were gonna bring
1: out Ja Rule <laughs> when uh, J Lo <laughs> when J Lo had that second song. I thought they're. Oh my god, they're gonna bring out Ja Rule, and I got so excited for Ja.
2: I know, man. I could have done a. Uh, <laughs> Could have done a jaw impression.
1: Yeah, but no. But we
2: got Missy Elliott like Mm. being a hype
1: man for, what, Katy Perry a few years ago? Whoever it was. Who knows? They have terrible... They
2: really have pretty bad halftime.
3: Except for Coldplay. That one was already a couple years ago. But even still, it's not the right setting for Coldplay. I think the only one that everyone has universally loved in the
1: past, what, 15 years was probably Prince. Prince. At at halftime of the Colts-Bears Super Bowl in Miami with the rain coming down. He's singing Purple Rain. That was special. That was a good moment. I cried. And then, what was y'all's favorite commercial? Was it the uh, the Mountain Dew one? Was good.
2: I watched that on the internet. Really wasn't tuned in for the commercials. I've I've, I've given that up because they haven't yeah. been good for a while. And if the, you're gonna see the good ones on the internet, that's the true. Day. It's not really about watching on so, the day of. I want to Maybe- be. I want to be present yeah. with my friends. You know, I want to be in the moment. That's been that's been one of my resolutions. Adam spent most of the
1: time in the corner of the couch on his phone. <laughs> It's true. Checking it's our true. numbers, our our listen numbers. Yeah, just refreshing over. Bobby, and over. did you have a favorite?
3: I like the uh, not a not a huge Jeep guy, but I like the uh, Bill Murray. That was my favorite Jeep too, commercial right? with. Do the, you like
1: the Rubicon? Uh,
3: so that Rubicon Gladiator is a dope truck. I saw
1: one at the Jeep. local park here in town.
3: Yeah, it was awesome, man. It's wicked expensive. Is it? Shout out, Lauren.
1: I bet it's like 100k.
3: No, or? it's not that much. You're probably looking 45. Oh, that's not. But that's Awful. probably base. We're not talking anything fancy. Just pull it down and drive and go. Yes, sir. I drove one, um, I don't know, a year or two ago, and it was uh, pretty rough. Try it. Yeah.
1: What's one of those you got to ride with the wind is down? The music up. I rode in a Jeep in Texas. Uh, one of Allie's friends, uh, her husband had a Jeep, and he's like, let's drive around in the Jeep. I was like, all right, sounds great. And so we get done. We go to dinner. We come back. We're in the Jeep. It was great. But I get home and I'm like, I am incredibly sweaty. Like, you don't realize that <laughs> it. it was July in Texas and you're riding around, uh, you know, with no AC blowing. That's and most... you get home and you, I mean, I was drenched. Like, my shirt I had to take it straight off because it was Jeez. just soaked.
3: Joshie, that's the most American thing you've ever said to me.
1: Right. That I was just incredibly sweaty after a Jeep ride. Hey, in, in Texas. Was it worth it? No, it really wasn't. <laughs> well. I don't. I thought you'd say yes. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's why I, I swerved when you uh, set me up there. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Pretty anticlimactic God. there.
0: We could probably really
1: cut that out. <laughs> no, it's all right. That's good. It's the thing. People A little Patreon for scenes. February. Yeah. Sure. Little bonus material. Sure. We always joke that we're going to have the uh, the Patreon set up with webcam access as soon as we step in the so check, and we decided tonight. No, we could never do that. Yeah. Because we would lose all of our patrons in one night.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we say some stuff that we, uh, you know, it would ruin us. Really, ruin quickly. us. Yeah. Ruin us pretty quick. Yeah.
1: Most of our early takes trying to get the intro right, uh, never need to see the light of day.
2: Yeah. How does, that, how does that work? I mean, can you be, can you get in trouble for your Patreon content? I don't think so.
3: Yeah. You
2: can't, you can do whatever. I'd say. I guess. Yeah. Free country, right? Yeah. And they can't copy any of your stuff. They can't.
1: Who's they in this situation? The I mean, Patreon,
2: Yeah, the Patreon. They s- can't drivers. like sell it. I mean, they could like
1: screenshot it and be like, look what these idiots are doing over on their, on their Patreon page. Yeah, <laughs> drop it in there. Look what the big 3IDB <laughs> podcast is doing on their Patreon. Hey, that <laughs> might be a good idea to go viral, Josh. That's, right. That's actually not a bad idea, Bobby. All right, y'all. We'll be back with uh, Buy, Sell, Hold after this break. Y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're back, and the guys are so buzzed off this caffeine in this new Mountain Dew Zero Sugar that they are climbing the walls right now. So I managed to get them back down in their seats. Adam, you feeling all right? Woo-hoo. All right, all right, all right. Woo-hoo. He actually drank all of Bobby's <laughs> as well. Bobby now has his uh, little what'd you call? Is that a, it's a hood? It's a, little a hood.
3: Little baby hood. That's
1: like a hunting hood, isn't it? Where you yeah. cover up your whole face. Something putting like a hood up. We're going to put them hoods up Y'all It's hood long time sleeves. I mean it's like 70 degrees today in Bowling right. Green like By means- a
0: holder sale that means it's time to put your hoods up
1: If you got hoods at home guys put them up Is that what that means? <laughs> yep I of didn't course. know that Adam thank you for enlightening me I'm here in a t-shirt like a dumbass So <laughs>
0: Yeah you need to go get your hood on Josh
1: Alright I'll be right back you guys carry this All segment, right. segment and I'll, We uh,
0: can come do back it Alright hey guys how you doing tonight Welcome in
3: buy sell hold idp bob and adam idp josh can you talk again please it's too weird i
0: know right <laughs> how do you do
1: that that's hard <laughs> it's really hard it
3: is gonna be weird though because i'm sure there's gonna be a soad here in the next month or two while baby raymer's screaming and you know me and adam yeah. need to get away
2: you yeah. gonna have a little duo pod action yep, that'll going on. be rivaling the uh the live draft for
3: the worst so <laughs> without a doubt yeah when we record at White Castle with yeah. a crave case yeah, and uh right, We're
1: just here doing a taste test. <laughs> I got a big red. What it's awful was brown. That? Yeah. yeah. them out to Coke. Is this, is this Coke or right. what's those happening are, here?
2: These are stressful times. I mean, it happens. was a weird wouldn't, day for you. would wasn't paying attention to a lot. Yeah. yeah.
1: Weird day for you. So, guys, we got probably like a good 60, 70 people here we're just going to run through. And uh, I'm gonna let you boys carry this. You were nice enough to do all the prep on this one,
2: so yeah. It turned into I think Bobby's saying let's do about five a piece, five offense, five defense, and it turned and uh, now you see we got seventy players. Yeah, seventy. So once you get going on these, I mean, they'll go fast. though. yeah,
3: we won't talk long. Yeah, about Yeah, some
2: of them. them will hit on longer than others. Yeah. sixty-four.
3: Do we yeah. want to give like a little bit of a background as far as like you know, obviously we're talking dynasty, we're talking IDP. I'll be thinking a lot probably about RSO because, you know, I don't play as many sleeper leagues probably as you all do. But, you know, I think a lot contractually. Is that, is that, is that, I get that yeah, right? Yeah, It's good. Yeah, contractually, good. yes. You know, so I'm thinking about a lot of these guys' numbers like in our league and stuff and where they were bought, like what round and stuff some of these guys were in. So, yeah, but then maybe we'll talk a little bit too about their actual NFL contracts and kind of the... Understated free agents in the NFL and where we think they might go, and you know whether we think they might be worth a buy or a hold or a sale or something right now. Yeah. So agents should be fun. Play a big part in it too, for, for sure. sure. You
1: know? For sure, because this I think more than anything, this is with a dynasty filter, right? Yes. yeah, so we're talking absolutely. Not redraft. This is, you know, we're in the off season now, so if you're in a redraft league, you're probably not really thinking about uh, yeah. guys you're looking to acquire or draft in the next, you know, next year's startup draft. So this is strictly dynasty speaking. <laughs> So, let's kick it off with the quarterbacks here, uh, fellas, and uh, just get us going. Let's run down through this list. Addy, why don't you kick us off? Kyler Murray. So, through 2022, it looks like, obviously was a rookie this year.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, finished as the ninth overall quarterback, so pretty uh, solid. Uh, Kyler's
1: a huge buy for me. I think that Cardinals offense is only going to get better. He has a great floor as a rushing quarterback, so bye, 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 baby. 100%
2: mm-hmm. agree. I thought he had a great rookie campaign you know for i mean first year and then have have a head coach whose first year it was as well yep Um uh, and he was impressive he was fun to watch kind of kind of weird to watch someone so little you know
1: i mean i i can't get out of my head the thought that he's like marvin the martian out there <laughs> yeah. like a tiny little body and a giant helmet running around yeah. um
2: I hope he stays healthy that's always a concern with someone that size but i mean he's gonna be i feel like he's gonna be he's the next guy you know in fantasy that fantasy, he
1: could have a Lamar type breakout next Agreed. year because he is a rare athlete. I mean, a first first round baseball draft pick, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Oakland okay. yeah. A's, so, uh, maybe. The, I don't know who it was, but um, yeah, yeah I
2: think it was the A's.
1: Uh, just a rare a- We don't see athletes like this very often. Like Deion Sanders is another guy. Bo Jackson, like these multi sport all star guys. What are
3: you doing, Adam? If you get a uh, baseball or NFL contract, you get to play?
1: NFL? I'm playing baseball. Yeah,
2: 100%. probably. I mean, yeah, in baseball you can wear the the devices on you. You oh, know yeah. what pitches coming. I mean, baseball is far easier. Sure. Yeah, you
1: can bang on the trash cans, <laughs> right? <to Yeah>. Know. <laughs> no, know, it's a pipe. Bubble. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, big old
2: lead pipe. But you have a much longer career in baseball mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, and you're you're sitting on the bench a lot. You're yeah. You know, yeah. even it's a far less violent sport. Even when you're out in the field, there's you're, what you're getting maybe like. Couple balls again. Yeah, fifteen percent of the plays are at you. Sure. You know, if that. So, yeah, what
1: was he? Was he a pitcher?
3: No, he was an infielder, wasn't he? he okay. was, uh,
2: oh, there was a few of them. Short
1: stop, second base. No, no. Short... no. Uh, Kyler. When Kyler was drafted, was oh. he a pitcher?
3: Uh, I'm not sure. I think he was a middle infielder. I could be wrong, but he's so, not a big enough guy. I don't feel like to be back an to Kyler
1: in football. The fact that he was able to mm-hmm. overcome basically losing Christian Kirk, mm-hmm. David Johnson, whatever happened to him. And then they took a wide receiver in the second round who basically never played. Yeah. in Andy Isabella.
3: Yeah, so I think Kyler's a huge buy, too, because you think about Larry Fitzgerald is going to be back again. Um, You know, Christian Kirk will be fine. I don't know about Isabella. I don't know about his long-term health and everything, whether he's going to be, uh, you know, a decent enough guy to go out and get. But I have seen a lot of mock drafts and stuff with Arizona taking a pretty, you know, high wide receiver in this. That's pick. everything I've seen too. Like that would be CD awesome Lamb for Kyler. Somebody. The only weird great. thing would be it might take a couple of games for them to get their freaking running back situation figured out. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with Kenyon Drake, which was you know somebody that we'll talk about here soon. But they still got Chase Edmonds and you know David Johnson. So yeah, go get Kyler. If they who's take, their tight end?
1: Uh, nobody of consequence. Really. Okay, um, Seals Jones.
3: Yeah, I Oh well, no, he's in Cleveland. Okay. I I know.
1: legitimately have no idea. I don't think they had one hmm. like of, of any
3: note. That's crazy. A rookie quarterback, you know, with and no tight end. Yeah,
1: but if they do go get a C.D. Lamb, I don't. I didn't see Christian Kirk on here, but he would be a huge sell for me if mm-hmm. they go get a, um, you know, a C.D. Lamb type or somebody. You mean by? Um, no, he'd be a sell. You'd sell him if I'm they go get Christian a? Kirk. Oh, oh, oh. sorry. I don't think sorry, Christian Joshi. Kirk's on this list later, but yes, buy Kyler Murray.
2: Yeah. Uh if they go and get a wide receiver in the it, first round. And Kyler didn't have that strong of a finish to the year. So people may mm-hmm. be a little down on him, Yeah, you know, So Yeah, definitely and buy for uh, me.
1: next up, Bobby, who do we got here next?
3: Jimmy Garoppolo signed through 2022. Um I'll start off with him as the owner of him in the XFFL. I think he's a huge sell right now. Oh yeah. He's he's had super huge like up and down games. If you look really throughout the whole season, um you know the other thing too is their running backs it's either a huge running back game for Mostert or a big game even tevin coleman had some big games this year um you know it's just a lot of kind of weird up in the air games with jimmy g i think he's going to be a fine nfl quarterback i don't think he's a great fantasy quarterback you guys agree. yeah 100 percent. i, 100%. I, I mean sell trust- whatever you can get for him yeah i don't mm-hmm.
1: trust shanahan with fantasy production mm-hmm. just because he does it so many different ways and that's great if you're a fan of the 49ers you know your offense can win in different ways but i don't want the quarterback of a shanahan headland team
2: i will mm-hmm. say that i don't mind him in like super flex or something oh yeah sure i mean he's as a second he's, quarterback he's still fine there. Yeah. yeah or as
1: a flex guy uh,
2: and i think he'll actually have a bounce back year i think he'll actually be better next year i could see the offense being better um
3: because really debo didn't come on until week 10? Yeah. You Hopefully know.
2: Kittle has some surgery to get whatever he's got going on. For sure. Right. Um and they they you know they could add another piece. They mm-hmm. uh they're going to probably lose Sanders. Yeah. Um but you know we we heard the the chatter of Odell Beckham being mm-hmm. there beforehand. There was talk of Antonio Brown at one point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think they would like another piece there. Yeah. They need another piece in the yeah. receiving
1: game, especially if they lose Manny Sanders. Yeah.
2: And the running back situation is going to be interesting too. Yeah. Very
1: interesting. So next up, I'll take this one. We've got Lamar Jackson. So for me, this is a hold because I enjoy watching and having Lamar Jackson on my team. Like I have Patrick Mahomes right now in mm-hmm. our main league, and um, you know he's he's a great sell. Super mm-hmm. Bowl MVP had a great season, but I told Bobby I don't think I would ever feel like I got enough back for Mahomes, and mm-hmm. I would always feel that seller's regret because I'm watching him just light up the league for. 40, 50 touchdowns next year, and I'm just like, gosh, I wish I had that guy on my team. Now, if you don't play fantasy with any kind of emotion invested whatsoever, uh, sell Lamar, because his value probably, uh, it could get higher, I guess, but I would anticipate some kind of regression from where he finished this year. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: agree. I mean...
3: But I would love to have Lamar on my I, team because he's so fun to watch. I think all of these buy-sell holds need to be taken in context. Like, if somebody comes to you with four firsts, sell Lamar. Yeah. It's not going to be worth Everyone's for it. sale if the yeah. price is outrageous. But within reason, So, Lamar, like, in our quarterback league. What do you want for Lamar
2: in Dynasty?
3: I mean, he was the number one scoring quarterback I'd this want, year. I
2: feel like I'd want two firsts. At least. At yep. least. And I, I, I want
3: pretty high firsts. Yeah, I'd you won, know, I want them within like the first 105. Yeah, range. That, yeah, I agree. It's not too much to ask for Lamar. We're or, agreeing on everything, boys. we're gonna yeah. have to shake this up. Well, we will. We we'll get 60, into some of these uh, running backs. One other chances to yeah. shake
1: it up a little bit. So
3: <laughs> yeah, hold Lamar. Hold Lamar. So let's get into this one real quick. Uh, Dwayne Haskins uh, with a new coach, uh, probably some new offensive pieces. Adrian Peterson going to be there this year?
1: Uh, probably. Who cares? <laughs> Buy, sell, or
3: hold for you guys.
1: Uh, this is a sell for me. I just, I'm not a Dwayne Haskins believer. Okay. And that's all, that's all it really comes down to for me. So new coaching staff always makes me a little nervous with quarterbacks that previous regimes drafted. So, uh, I'm not really interested in Haskins. Mm-hmm. He's
2: going to be a hold for me just because I don't think you're going to get a lot, you know, a lot for him right sure. now. So just hope that is, uh, might as well hold him because what are you going to be selling him for? Someone's going to want maybe offer you a fourth or a fifth. Yeah. I mean, and maybe you say, maybe that's enough for you to do it. I mean, but you know,
3: if it's not better than that, I'd, I'd probably just hold it and hope the the value increases again. Um, he he could get better because you know Washington has also been paid of you know taking a Jerry Judy or a CD Lamb or somebody pretty high as well. So, um, you know, his value, like you're talking about Adam, as far as selling value, you could increase if you were to you know give him another offensive piece. Let but, me ask
1: you this though: Are you all one hundred percent certain that Haskins is the starter in Washington next year?
3: Because I'm not. Not yeah. with
1: a coach like Ron Rivera coming in.
3: I'm not, but it's it's got to be, you know, with what you've invested in him, and you know, you've given him what a year now. Um, you you let him start a majority of the you know late season games last year. I think you're kind of showing. I guess you got a new coach though, so I guess you, there is that. There's that competition. Can we not see
2: that, Tua jump up there to two? It's not good. They you know, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not putting anything.
3: Because they got the second pick
1: for, right, mm-hmm. for Haskins right now. Everyone's saying it's Chase Young, It also and maybe it is, but I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if Haskins was not the day one starter for
2: Washington. Haskins did have his pretty much his best game as a pro mm-hmm. his last week before he got hurt. He ended up getting hurt like at halftime. Um, when was the last game he played? It was week 16 mm-hmm. against the uh, Giants, and he was 12 of 15 for 133 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was looking good. It was yeah. the
3: Giants, but... You know. And you've got McLaurin. He looked decent. Who knows what Geis and Bryce Love. I saw Vernon Davis year. retired today. Yeah. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, long, nice long career for him. Hmm. One of the first freaks that tied in, remember?
1: Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Um, Not the only thing nice and long about him. <laughs> That's my drift.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Speaking yeah. of the combat, wasn't that where he made his mark on the world we'll say i don't know was that him am i thinking of somebody else that yeah, was uh
3: you're thinking of uh well
1: no 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 it was vernon davis got tackled by the penis in the game like if you google mm. vernon davis penis tackle he got brought down <laughs> by his wiener
2: all right so do that we'll give the give the listener some time look it up check it it's true all yeah, right, yeah. so
1: congratulations to Vernon Davis. Freak athlete,
2: combine monster. They're going to have a tight end either, probably. I'd say Jordan Reed's going to potentially mm-hmm. be done here, too. I would hope so. Yeah. Gosh.
1: For his sake.
2: Although I did see where I think uh, I think I saw Greg Olson was going there. Oh, and gosh. Looking. That would make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, with Rivera there, that's right.
3: Hopefully to the booth.
2: But why would you do that if you're Olson? Like, why, if you're going to play, why don't you try and go get a ring? Mm-hmm. You know what are you doing? I'm some. I mean, like the Patriots would take him. Heck, oh, for yeah. sure,
1: they need a tight end. Something be he'd be
2: well. He'd do well there, I think. Yeah. Why would you go? But he was also looking at Buffalo. I a
3: saw of, a lot of bad tight ends out there right now. Yeah. You can get in front a lot of, of teams any of them that on a are tight end needy. All right, let's jump into the next one because this might take a year. Uh, Joshy, let's jump to running back. Uh, Raheem Mostert signed right now through 2021. I think I hold him. I'm curious to see, um is
1: he actually in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. I know he signed there through next season, but um I wouldn't be shocked to see them maybe move him to another team.
2: Definite sell for me. Uh in fact, I did it in the sleeper league that I'm in yeah. with uh Nico and Ben. What'd I you get for him? Sold him for a sold him for the 205 and like 409. I like I that wow. a lot. That's I a, like that for you. That's so. a haul.
1: I was going to say maybe a third rounder
2: in my mind yeah, would be this, what I was looking for. This was for. a guy I picked up in the last quarter of the season, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah, to be able to sell him for that mm-hmm. two months later, pretty pleased.
1: Yeah, if you get a juicy offer, for sure. Yep. But I'm just curious, with guys like that that he's, are talented... He's 27. Yeah. Oh, I forget that he's old, too. He is older. Yeah. Big sale. All right, so uh, Marlon Mack, this is an interesting one. So I've actually been... Thinking, what I, what do I want to do with Mac? I've got him on a one year one year left on his deal in our RSO league. I did see the Colts are working on a long term extension, so that made me feel better because there's been a lot of buzz. You know, what are the Colts gonna do with Mac? Who, you know, is actually expiring in real life but and turns
2: 24 in March. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so still young, still very young, and a really good running back. What always bothered me about Mack was more than any other running back in the league. He took himself out of games more than any guy I've ever seen, mm-hmm. which I know is a weird thing, but he would bat, he would have a great run and he'd get up and do the thing where he motioned to the sideline like, "Hey, take me off." So, he just he wasn't a guy that was on the field enough to really be You stay out there, Marlin. Like, just man, like You're not hurt. It's just like, "Do you not want to be on the field, bro?" Like, are is your conditioning bad? Are you injured? Like what's going on here, man?
4: Yeah,
1: Didn't have the heart. So that's so a sell. That's what you're saying, I think. Well, no, it's so frustrating because he could be a RB one in fantasy, but he's just not on the field enough. He's crazy talented. The Colts' offense is good enough to support a top twelve running back. They Naheem, want to run the ball?
3: Naheem Hines was an RB two last year, wasn't he? Right he, outside,
2: he looked really nice down the stretch, but they didn't use him like I thought they should have. You know, he still didn't get the the usage like we would have liked to have seen. Mm-hmm. He blew up that final like I don't know if it was week sixteen or seventeen, but he had a huge like all purpose mm-hmm. game, like used heavily in the return game, all
1: that stuff. So he's a hold for me right now. I had been thinking about selling him just because I thought the Colts might be moving on, but now that they're looking at a long term extension, he moves into a hold
2: category for me. What about y'all? I think this is someone I'm selling. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you could still probably get a decent amount from Marlon Mack, maybe even like a late first. If someone comes to me with that, I'll, I'll sell him for that. Yep, I just agree. because I don't know, I mean, that offense is going to change a lot
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, over the next little bit, and we got such a, a nice influx of talent coming into the league. Mm-hmm. Um, there's already so many nice, you know, good running backs out there. Yeah, It's these guys can lose their jobs quick. Marlon Mack's someone I, I I'm a little worried about. He was a later you know draft. If they sign guy. him to
1: an extension, that's very telling.
2: That'll be nice. Especially if it's a lot of money.
1: Because if yeah. they give him a nice fat extension, I'm not worried about uh, Mack getting replaced at all. But I
2: don't know, man. They got a they they have a ton of money to burn there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the league is starting to realize that the the running back by committee, you know even if you're, even if you don't go that route, just with the carries, you still need to have a mm-hmm. nice stable of backs,
1: mm-hmm.
3: for sure. So, and then you don't run these Todd Gurley's just into the ground, yeah. Which really, I think they've kind of run David Johnson into the ground a little bit. Yeah,
1: probably so and david was probably hurt last year on that video we saw where he was running about a you know eight four forty to the outside (laughs) it was like oh no someone gets those concrete shoes off of david's feet oh man all right so next up here we got aaron jones signed through uh 2020 so i guess is this through the upcoming season that's Mm -hmm. right yeah because we had this debate on the last episode And uh, so Aaron Aaron Jones, uh, Bobby, what are you thinking on Mr. Jones? Yeah,
3: Aaron Jones and Marlon Mack are both signed for about the same amount of money for this year. I think they're like two point one, two point one, two million. But yeah, I think Aaron Jones for me is a sale. He was RB2 and RSO last year. um, Did fine. Um, I just kind of the same as, you know, the Colts. I know that Green Bay made it a little bit further, obviously, in the postseason than the Colts did. But still, just an offense that just kind of seems in turmoil. You know, Jimmy Graham is done. There's no clear receiver behind uh, Devontae Adams. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like somebody who has a lot of longevity in the league. It just seems like, like Adams talking about, you know, somebody who is a fine running back for now, but with this class that's coming in, and if they were to take somebody decent, um, I don't know. A year or two down the road in Dynasty, it might look like you know somebody you don't really care to have. Big time
1: sell. He's the RB two. He is undrafted. The Green Bay Packers have very little invested in him from a financial standpoint, and easily could be a guy I see getting swept out in favor of a new young rookie running back. So. Also has
2: had some issues in the past. Mm-hmm. I think he had some drug issues and off he's the been, field. He's stuff. been suspended. I remember there was a time where he was suspended for some of that stuff. So, yep. mm-hmm. You know, uh. If he does something like that again, he'll he'll probably miss a a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, sell for me as well. Mm -hmm. Sell.
1: All right, Addy, who's our next one here? Kind of an interesting name here. I'm curious y'all's thoughts on this one.
2: Devin Singletary.
1: So, rookie, uh, he's a big-time buy for me. I want all the Devin Singletary shares I can get. Um, We know that they like to run the ball in Buffalo, and I think Singletary is going to be the guy there. I don't think Frank Gore is coming back and uh singletary looked really good so yes give me Devin singletary
2: it depends i think there's a lot of people that share that they think that uh they they really like him um and i, I do too i was impressed with them but i guess it just depends on what someone's willing to give me if someone's willing to give me a a first in this class mm-hmm. uh, and maybe a little more mm-hmm. i'll i'd probably do it yeah. just because i could see them adding another back there as well mm-hmm. uh because they want to run the ball, that's that's their identity, so you want to have a nice stable of backs, which they've had one with Frank Gore there. Um and who else is their backup? The dude from uh the rugby player, Christian Wayne. Oh yeah. I saw where they, they signed him to a, a contract wow. again, so he's gonna stick around.
1: Wasn't TJ Yeldon there as well? I we making that up.
2: At some one point he was, yeah. Been um, a while back I think.
1: Yeah, he's at the Buffalo Bills. So But I <sighs> Isn't it crazy Yeldon's only twenty six? <laughs> yeah.
2: Singletary is probably a hold for me, mm-hmm. just because I feel like he he we could see his value increase next year once he gets going. Because you're right, Frank Gore's probably gone. Hopefully they don't draft somebody.
1: I think they're going to try to have Josh Allen throw the ball as little as possible. Yeah. Because you literally saw him try to throw that game away about ten different times when they played the uh, Texans in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think they're going to run that ball like crazy next year.
2: I'm always leery of running back at this time of the of the year just mm-hmm. because, you know, with the draft coming know. up, I mean, it's – we've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. Guys just get replaced like that. Yep.
1: Bobby, what's your take on this one? Have you given one yet?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's – I think you're right. I think it's very few trades that happen that you sell a running back in January that you regret it, you know. I think if you could sell a running back not named Christian McAfee right now for, for something that you feel like is worthwhile – Probably sell him. I, I, I agree. I'm a hold on Singletary right now because his value will probably bump as the, as the year goes on. Let's get into the next one, my favorite one.
1: I was going to say, this is definitely one you need to introduce. Uh, running
3: back, Daryl Henderson for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, rookie last year, signed through 2022. So let me get y'all's takes before I get mine.
1: Um, the, A lot of these I'm just going to give a gut take on, not necessarily like a nuanced sure. research approach.
2: But he's a sell for me. I just am
1: not a Daryl
2: Henderson believer. Mm-hmm. Probably a hold, just because I feel like you're not going to get what you want out of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone's willing to give me a second, I'll sell him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, any less than that, I'm probably just going to hold on to him. Yep. And just hope he gets a shot.
1: Yeah, Because you know they're probably not moving on from Gurley this next season, just because of the financial ramifications.
3: Yeah, uh, Daryl Henderson's a big sell for me right now, just because, you know... You should have sold him last year. I mean, at, at his peak value, you know the the frills and the you know nice shininess and everything is all gone. He popped and everything and looked great, but they've signed Todd Gurley and Malcolm um, Brown to so much money that they're going to have to give them the ball so many times a game. I mean, it's just logistically speaking, they're just going to have to do that. Now they might incorporate Daryl Henderson a little bit more on like punt returns, kickoff returns, you know, stuff like that. But I don't think anybody's expecting. Kamara type numbers from Henderson. Gurley's not going to come off the field on third down. I think Todd Gurley, he's not in this list, but I think he's kind of a buy for me right now. I think Gurley, if they can increase, if they can go out and grab a you know, a piece or two to make their offensive line a little bit better for this next year. Um, I could get on to a Todd Gurley talk for a while. But I think Todd Gurley could be better next year, and so could Jerry Goff. Their offensive line was really bad. So, anyways, that's my Daryl Henderson take. Let's get into the next one, too, because I have this guy, um, or I had him a little bit last year as well. So running back, Kenyon Drake, right now is an unrestricted free agent. So y'all buying, selling, or holding Kenyon Drake?
1: No, he's not a guy I'm looking to buy. If I have him, I hold him. Yeah. Uh, he's not a guy I'm like actively looking to get off my roster, but not knowing the team that he's going to go to... If he stayed with the Cardinals, uh I'd be really intrigued, uh but it depends on what they do with David Johnson and yeah. also with um
3: Chase Edmonds. Chase
1: Edmonds there, man. It's just like he looks so good. Like he was clearly the guy in that that Cardinals offense that we all love, mm-hmm. but it's like it, this for me is so dependent on where he ends up. So he's a hold for me right now. I just want to see where he goes.
3: I think uh Kenny Drake is a huge sell for me right now. Just because even if he stays in Arizona, I still think there's a possibility that you could see this Kyle Shanahan type offense of like, okay, Drake ran this week. We're going to give Edmonds the ball a little bit more this week, or we're going to actually incorporate David Johnson on the goal line. So even I think his best case scenario is that Arizona re-signs him and keeps him around. But um, I think anything you can get for Kenyon Drake right now, you should probably go do. Addie, thoughts? I'm probably going to buy him. I think I think I'll I'll swerve
2: here. Um, he just had such a huge finish to the year. Mm-hmm. He's week, so talented. Week man. fifteen thirty nine point six, uh, week sixteen thirty three point four, and week seventeen twenty point three. If you
1: had him, he won you championships. Put it yeah. that way.
3: Don't yeah. you think he's a Mark Ingram though? That he's got to go somewhere else. Like he's going to have to chase the money.
1: I just don't know, man. Are teams going to be paying running backs a whole lot of money? He's
2: unrestricted. Unrestricted. Yeah. UFA. Yeah, he's probably going to go somewhere else. He's 26. Um little uh, little up there. I, I I mean if he goes somewhere else, I'm probably selling him. It does. you sh- want him to stay in Arizona? I want him to stay in Arizona. Yeah.
3: It does show you how talented he is though, you know? Yeah. I mean, he had some good games in Miami where he would have some decent plays, a lot of them were receptions, but uh yeah, I feel bad for that dude. He's wasted a lot of time down there in uh, in Miami. Let's get to the next one. Um, I had a little bit to say on this one yesterday on Twitter. So, Damian Williams, uh, Kansas City Chiefs running back, signed right now through 2020.
1: Oh, big time sell. <laughs> the yeah. Chiefs are 100% <laughs> replacing Damian Williams in the uh, in the draft this year. Okay. Whether it's a high first round, I don't know if it's a – I mean, back of the – they'll have the what? The last pick of the first round, though. So 32. Yeah, I mean, I could very well see like a DeAndre Swift type – if he makes it that long going to Kansas City, so Bobby's hoping for, I mean, isn't that's he? What that's the name he threw out, and I love it. I mean, You've been
3: trying to will that into the existence, haven't you? There's no chance that happens, though. Swift will be gone before this. Well, just the imagine any pick. of the
1: top running backs in Kansas Anyone, City, yeah. man. That's immediately like a top five or six running back option yeah. for fantasy. Any but just he had a great Super Bowl. All the credit in the world yep. to Damian Williams for that game he played. But long-term, no, please.
2: And he was he was pretty inconsistent throughout the year. Oh, man.
1: I think uh, in our league, Sam paid $22 million for him yeah. on a one-year deal, and I think Sam would rather drink bleach than have to uh, yeah. redo that contract.
3: Smart. He had to do that because he had that much money to spend. But, yeah, now in hindsight, it doesn't look great. Of course. Yeah, so that's my quick little stat right there for Damian Williams. Week 1 through 8, he averaged 2.08 yards per carry.
1: In the Kansas City offense,
3: dude. Wasn't he benched at one point?
2: I mean, didn't he? I thought he got hurt.
3: Okay. Maybe
1: I'm thinking of somebody else. You're right. He was
2: hurt, and you know, in fairness to him, 18.2 in uh, week 16, and he did have 31.4, although no one was playing week 17. Yeah, sure. But still, that's a nice little finish. It's important uh, to
1: remember. mm -hmm. Remember how the end of the season wraps up, even if you're eliminated from the playoffs. I mean, he's
2: still going to be there. Yeah. He's going to be there, so he'll have. He'll probably have value. Mm -hmm. You know, as a nice little flex play every week. Um, but yeah, if if they draft someone high, oh boy. Yikes, that's going to be, that guy could be jumping up into like the
1: second or third round of like, you know, redraft, redraft leagues. I agree, Dashi. I could see that 100%. Yeah. So this is a very interesting name talking about uh, running backs that really made news here in the playoffs. Derek Henry. So what is he for you guys right now? I'm selling him just because I don't think he can possibly replicate what he did this year. And especially if he ends up in a new team, I just think it's a downgrade from the set, the situation that he had in Tennessee. I think this was a very magical season for the Titans. I enjoyed watching them play for the first time in, you know, 20 years. But, uh, yes, sell Derrick Henry if you can. Where do you guys come down?
2: I'm selling as well. I think he's – and you can get a lot for him right now. You could probably get – I mean, you would definitely get a first, but you could probably get two first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you get two first for him right now? I sure. think so. Wow, because people really like him,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know. Um, but he just he doesn't uh, doesn't catch balls. I mean, I don't. So I don't know that his game is going to age that well. I mean. Um, he is massive. Mm-hmm. Six three, two hundred and forty seven pounds. Mm-hmm. He's probably more than that too. <laughs> probably, right? yeah. Gosh, he's so big. I mean that braid is like ten pounds. Yeah. Mr. Hanky coming out the back of his yeah. helmet. <laughs> so, uh yeah, he's a sell for me. I mean he was awesome, but you, I don't know. I feel like ready? he's he's never been more valuable. You ready for this? Bobby's gonna buy him. I
3: oh, know. I'm buying derrick Henry right, right now.
2: Are you in
1: for real now?
3: Now, you can't buy him right now. That's the only problem. Some Whoever has him wants such stupid money for him. I just think that, well, there's there's two things that I guess kind of pull me both ways. You know, we go back to the whole Todd Gurley, David Johnson, you know, Le'Veon Bell's been healthy. But this whole bell cow mentality doesn't last for long, you know. And look at Deion Lewis. He was a zero this year. Like, he didn't do anything. Um, so, I, I think – Within a year or two, I think you're going to start seeing some injuries crop up here on Derek. I mean, he's been really, really healthy, which is something that people really don't talk about that much. But Tennessee has a winning recipe right now. I mean, you know, run, 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 have a good offensive line, you know, run the ball some more. And that's how they're winning, and they're going to have to pay Derek Henry. And I think he'll be good for another season or two. Um, I just – I don't know. I guess I'm worried about him 2022, 2023.
1: I have some inside information. I'm not going to reveal my source, but I know for a fact that Tennessee, it looks like, is making some calls because uh, Jack Conklin, their offensive lineman, I don't think they expect to bring him back. Hmm. So they're making some calls after some offensive linemen that they may want to bring in in free agency. Wow! So that worries me because that offensive line was stellar. Who's your for source? The Titans. Is it DJ Keltown? Can't reveal. It's DJ Keltown. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. <laughs>
3: All right, let's get into the next one. Uh, I feel like this guy used to be one of Adam's favorites. Uh, running back Kareem Hunt, the Cleveland Browns uh, scat back, uh, a slot receiver. I don't know how. I you don't even know how you tag this guy him. right now. He
1: should get the dual designation but on sleeper. We should so, like.
3: also probably note he is a restricted free agent.
1: Yes,
2: but you know, after his little incident, they may not. Uh, they may just let him walk.
1: I think so, and I don't know necessarily that. Um, is anyone going to give him a look? Maybe as like a. Uh, training camp body, but someone just,
2: probably will. I mean, maybe the the Pats that'd be a good spot for him. Probably.
1: <laughs> Why is it like the Pats? Like, hey, this project, <laughs> this this
2: problem child.
3: We're taking him in. Yeah,
1: just let the Pats have him. Make it's just what him. they do, man. Yeah. That's what
3: they do, and he'll be he'll be great. He'd too. be awesome with
4: Brady. He'd be really good there. Yeah,
1: off, yeah. It's Off topic, but Tommy Boy is coming back to New England. Please, he's not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Patriots, like, look, we're gonna pay you thirty million a year they will be
2: back. I don't know. I saw some teams are getting involved, getting their pitches ready. Old
1: Raiders, ain't gonna happen. It's Raiders. Right, He'll be signed before this month is over. Yeah, That's my prediction.
3: Okay, great. Let's move on. No one cares mud? about Did cream.
2: We say I am. Um I'm selling. I don't just, think he has any value. Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe if you have him,
1: hold him, and just see what happens. But it's too, too I'm many.
2: a big fan of get just get rid of the headaches. Yeah, yeah. just peace of mind yeah. is is worth something. So too, if you can get a second for him,
3: do that. Too many you can things. Get a
2: Popeyes chicken sandwich.
1: For for sure. Do that. Get
3: him off your team. That video was a horrible look for that poor dude. That that officer just lecturing him on the side of the highway. I'm yeah. a Browns fan, man. Like oh, I thought you had it together. And they won, man. Gosh. But anyways.
1: This next one I'm even more interested in than Kareem Hunt. Devontae Freeman. Wow.
2: Sale. Yeah. yeah. No thanks. He's Talk about- this is someone that's probably I mean, this is this is could be uh, DeAndre Swift yeah. landing spot right here. Yeah. Staying home
3: in Atlanta, Bo. Nearby. Got
2: Devontae th- Freeman out the door.
3: Turfield get to Hold run on. on. What are
1: they what do they still owe Freeman though on his contract? Oh yeah,
2: he's got a he's got paid. He's got a large contract. But it might be to the point where it's uh it's it's he's cuttable.
3: Regressing a little bit. Let's take a look, boys. See what that dead...
1: Good God, he is signed through twenty twenty three. Oh my god. Let's see what the uh, old dead cap is. Yeah, he's not a UFA. I just remember them signing he he was one of the first ones that got that big running back deal. Yeah. Good news though is his dead cap is only six million uh this year and they owe him nine point five. So they could save three and a half million. You'd have six on your cap. I don't know, maybe they do that. Previously, his cap hit was six point seven five million this past year and twelve point seven five in dead cap. Wow. You see that sometimes with the dead cap what's the like next
2: year's dead cap. Three. So he's definitely getting cut. This is his last year probably in Atlanta.
1: The Falcons have
3: this. 16th. Sure. Sixth... I don't know that even makes it, dude. 16th pick in the to draft save this year. Three.
2: Well, maybe. Maybe. But to save three, I feel like you can't find a better running back for three than, it, than having him.
3: Let's
1: look at what the uh, Falcons uh, cap situation is because I saw at one point that Arthur Blank was paying more cash for the Falcons than uh, any other owner in the league as far as like these signing bonuses, you know, money due at the signing table that he was the most like, Invested owner in terms of actual cash. Hmm. Uh, So Falcons uh, salary cap. I'm gonna say that they're one of the more cash-strapped teams. I don't know why I feel that way, but uh, of course you got to keep in mind too that every team is getting probably like a about a 12 to 16 million dollar bump.
2: That might be why they didn't keep situation. Isn't it crazy how? Isn't it crazy how every check that Arthur Blank writes is a blank check?
1: Adam, I love what (laughs) you did there, baby. That's a great movie, by the way. (laughs) He should have been in that movie. Uh, so, over the cap. So, man, um. If this was an updated article, they are estimated to be $2.66 million above the salary cap for next season. Runt yeah. <laughs> No wonder, Vic Beasley. No, here it is. This is from December 31st, 2019. The cap esti- over the cap estimates the Falcons to be $1.69 million over the salary cap for 2020. Wow. So Freeman may be getting cut. That's
2: atlantafalcons.com. Let's, uh, ooh, that's a good, that would be a good team to deep dive into. And guys, we're going to be doing that mm-hmm. this summer. We're going to be deep diving into some of these teams, Just deep diving into Jumping it. In. Uh-huh. Deep. Dry. Bring your bring your snorklers, your goggles.
0: Plural <laughs> <laughs> that? snorkelers Yeah, I think so.
3: Snorkels.
1: Flippers. Snorkels, not snorkelers <laughs> I think they're snorkelers You'd be a snorkeler if you were snorkeling. <laughs> Snorkels. Yeah. Oh man. That sounds really weird when you just say the word though. Snorkels sounds like a made up mythical beast.
3: Speaking of snorkelers, let's get to uh, the next wide receiver or the first wide receiver in our list here. Adam's favorite. Wide receiver in the league, favorite. Yes,
2: sir. It's my boy. It's my favorite player,
3: Mister Oda. You got a uh, Funko Pop yet?
2: Yes, sir. Have we you seen it? You met him. You met him. I need to bring him out here. They need to stay out here. <laughs> hadn't
3: paid attention to that. Oh yeah, I hadn't bring. I hadn't brought mine. Uh, Aaron's you Aaron Donald's in. He's Bobby at the got his house. Office first. Yep. Oh, is he in? Tried to get Jalen Smith, but I messaged Jim literally and was like, "Dude, I'm about to get a Funko Pop of Jalen Smith. Are you gonna move him to me or no? Nah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm, good. Oh, I'm good. So, anyways, Thanks, uh, buy, sell, hold. OBJ.
1: Uh, He's a big-time buy for me. Absolutely, I man. want all the OBJ I can get.
3: Let's make it a threesome.
1: Give yep. it to me. All right, so, I mean, that's easy. I, mean, yeah. I think we all like Sir. his bounce-back potential, that sure. whole Browns offense ba- uh, bounce-back potential post-hype uh, Oh, BJ. <laughs> Adam, that gets
3: incredibly <laughs> sexual. Is he the best? Is he the most talented wide receiver in the league?
1: Man, that's tough because we got a lot of freaks now.
2: He's definitely the drippiest.
1: <laughs> that's a thing yeah does Drippiest. he have a lot of mountain dew clothing <laughs> nah, not yet drippy he's lucky I'm, he's lucky league.
2: i'm not in the league though dude i would man
1: you'd have so much drip yeah so i will say going back to, sorry to step back to the falcons over the cap uh does have them at 5.2 million in cap space wow but still that's tight the colts have a hundred million dollars in cap space by comparison so just something to keep in mind.
3: So let's get to the next one. Uh, wide receiver Amari Cooper, an unrestricted free agent right now. And I think the most recent news is kind of showing Dak getting that franchise tag in Dallas. Whether he's happy with that or not, uh, buy, sell, hold, Amari. Sell.
1: Um, he's not a guy I want on my actual like seasonal team. Mm. I'd love him in best ball. Have no interest in him in seasonal. He is just not consistent enough for me. So, Sell.
2: sell. Yeah, he's he's never a target of mine. Okay. So I don't, and I don't like having, if he stays in Dallas, I just, not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan of having Dak's receivers. They're just inconsistent.
3: I agree. Yeah. I think because now Dak looks like he's staying, he's probably a sell for me as well. What, well, what did he end up last year? Was he a wide receiver too?
2: He probably was up there. Yeah. But you know, those, he'll win you those weeks, but then he, Just does nothing. Yeah. He's
1: probably the guy with the most, like, uh,
3: that whole Raiders five or under point games in the league. Raiders stick, you know, just kind of held on Mm -hmm. to him.
1: So, this is another guy, Bobby, that I know you were very excited about, hot Mm -hmm. and bothered by. Mr. Michael Gallup. Yeah. uh, Amari Cooper's current Cowboys
2: teammate. Cooper was uh, wide receiver 10. So, pretty good. Pretty good. (laughs) Had, look at his. Can you look at his game log, though? He was actually more consistent last year than he's ever been until when you needed him the most. Week 15, 2.9. Week 16, 6.4. That's why you're a sell, Amari. Eat it, Amari, <laughs> you millionaire.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Michael Gallup. Uh, this is a big-time buy. Just because I don't think people are quite on to the Gallup train yet i don't think uh he's getting enough attention um so very good it always depends on price of course but um i i kind of want especially if amari is and that's why maybe i'm trying to make the move right now before the amari news breaks one way or the other because um, if he is suddenly the number one wide receiver for the dallas cowboys mm-hmm. uh that's nice that's really nice especially if you can go pay wide receiver two money for him in terms of trade capital. So, he's a buy for me.
2: Me too. Mm. Yeah, he was good. He was good last year. He was he was actually pretty consistent as well. Um, didn't have a lot of bus games, you know. Um, yeah, I like Michael Gallup, especially if Amari leaves town.
3: Yep, agreed. I think what you said um, is best, Joshi, about, you know, he's just still not a big-name guy yet. You could still maybe buy him on the cheap. So, yeah, go get him.
1: So, next up, we got Juju Smith-Schuster boys and – This is kind of like Odell for me. Uh, He's a big-time buy. I think people are going to be butthurt over Juju crapping their teams this year. So I'll scoop him up for way less than what he's worth. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Yep,
2: easy buy right here.
3: Yep, Ben will be back. Also a buy for me, and I own him. So Deontay Johnson, go get him if he's out there as well. He had a nice
1: year. I I started him in our sleeper league several weeks because he was, I think – a returner wasn't he? Was he returning punts or kicks at one point? I'm not sure. Maybe. I thought he was. He's that he was, kind of size too. Yeah,
2: He's, he was. Uh, he got uh, nice he, little player. He was the one that got lit up and had the blood. Yeah, coming out of his ears. ears. Oh yeah, that was
1: that Browns game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, bloody We're, game.
1: Rudolph's getting. He's know, good though. I KO'd. like him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go get Juju. It's go
2: great, get Deontay. Great receiving class. Uh, receiver class this, this last draft.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of man. under the radar too.
2: Yeah.
1: So, Chris Godwin is our next wide receiver up here. And this is a tough one because I think a large part of what made Godwin so good is you just had old YOLO Winston out there just chucking it downfield with no regard. So, and Chris Godwin, obviously, wide receiver two in most leagues. Um, I'm selling just because I don't know who the QB is there in Tampa Bay. And I think you get a lot for Godwin right now. Yeah. It's tough, but he's a sell for me.
2: Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you, you would get for sure two firsts for him. At least two firsts. Yeah. Um, so starting point. So Godwin 86 catches on 120 targets, uh, 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, and that was with him missing the final two games. So that's 20.35 points per game. He's, mm.
1: he's so good. But do
2: you think he repeats that? That's the thing. No, and plus you got Evans there. You mm. never know how that's going to shake out week to week. Um, but, but you know, Arians has typically always favored his slot receivers, and so that's what Godwin is playing out of. So he's going to be the guy that gets the more, mm-hmm. you know, he gets peppered with targets probably more often in, in the and the uh, shorter intermediate routes, so that's probably the one. That's probably the one you want in PPR, honestly. I mean, Evans is going to have those monster weeks, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah, maybe he's a hold. Goblin might be a hold for me. Hey, I love how you
1: talked yourself into it.
2: Well, I mean, I just don't know that. I don't know that anyone's going to really give you. Mm-hmm. We can say that he's worth two firsts, but I don't know that anyone's going to give you two for him.
1: Yeah, depends on how they're feeling with the questions at quarterback. You're not going like.
2: to get two in this draft
4: right yeah. now, probably.
3: Yeah.
2: Unless they're both late.
3: I love what Bruce Arians said in the offseason last year, that Chris Godwin was never coming off the field, and yeah. he didn't. It's true. What if uh, what if Old Man Rivers goes to That's Tampa Bay? That's what I was
2: just thinking. I don't like that. That's a
3: down. Oh, I don't either. It's a big time.
1: Downgrade. I hate that.
3: But you it's, see the similarities between like him and maybe like a Carson Palmer. You know who Arians was with for a long time. It's true. Older, more reliable type quarterback. I can see
1: why Arians would like it, but sure. it would be a major downgrade. Absolutely, because you have not. You don't have Jameis' ceiling anymore, and you just have Rivers throwing thirty-eight picks next. Yeah, time no, because it's the
2: same. It's the same difference, right? Uh, Rivers is just uh, older, wider Winston. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I mean, he's the same. He does the same
3: stuff, a lot of YOLO ball. I mean, I love it. I love it. He's a better Blake Bortles. He's almost like a Brett Favre. Brett Favre threw a bunch of interceptions, too. Phil Rivers? No, Jameis. Oh,
2: Jameis. Yeah, I agree. I like Winston.
3: But Bortles was the same. Look at freaking Allen Robinson and Allen Hearn's first two years in the league. And Bortles had a ton of interceptions that year. I don't know. I think Godwin is probably a hold, too, because I don't think – I think he's still kind of like – to me, he's still kind of like a no-name guy. Like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but, like, Chris Chris Godwin – yeah, he was a wide receiver, too, last year. Like, I don't think people have – like, that's how really many hit home yet.
1: Fan, how many
2: casual fantasy players could tell you that? Exactly. 20.35 points per game. That's ridiculous for a receiver.
3: Do you know who the wide receiver four was this year? Cooper Cup.
2: I know that's that's interesting, isn't it? Isn't he would, that wild? And uh, all the talk about him, you know, kind of having a down, you know, being bad down the stretch. Dude's no, still solid. Check out the game logs, man. That's exactly what you want. I mean, and he was, you know, he'll still he'll still slip. He won't be drafted in Mm-mm. the, you know, within the first twelve receivers. You're right. He'll still be, you know, in that twelve to eighteen range.
1: Yep. So sounds like we're kind of split on Godwin right now. Yeah. But uh, Stefan Diggs is the next guy up here. 15 games, uh, had 63 receptions on 94 targets for 1,130 yards and six touchdowns for 14.33 points per game. Um, He had – this is a nice split here. Did you pull these stats? Sure did. I love you for that. 8.66 points per game. The first five games, 17.18 points per game over the final ten. Nasty. So started off really
2: slow and then just caught fire the back half of the season. Yep, it was the uh, the move was to obviously try and trade for digs after that slow start. Mm-hmm. So especially you...
1: when Thielen, because this I'm sure yeah. this corresponds pretty well with Thielen going. Pretty out.
2: much, yeah, you're right. So uh, so yeah, um, but still, look at those target numbers. Only 94 targets. That's insane. Compa- How's he
1: not getting more than a hundred targets? They he just, just want the run-heavy offense. That
2: early, yeah, early in the year, man, they really were pounding the rock, and they uh, and they were just—he was getting like four targets, five mm-hmm. targets, like you know. You remember he was frustrated. and There was all that trade speculation and stuff mm-hmm. that was started by the Diggs. kick of it.
1: Yeah, I want to be here. What was it? He like <laughs> winked or something? Just like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess
2: I want to be here. I don't know. So yeah, that that's. Uh, that 8.66 points per game, that's, that's probably why that was going on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he's a buy for me. Um, I think, I think he has a chance to be a top five receiver in this league. I think he is still ascending. This is a guy that is still only 26. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love him. I could, I think that we could see a, a, a second half of his career like, uh, Antonio Brown or Antonio, not that he loses his mind, but, that's good.
1: Yeah. That's worrisome.
2: But you never know. He is doing the weird social media stuff. Yeah. Right? So yeah, maybe yeah. he is. Maybe that is his career arc. But those two are kind of similar players. You know, they're both just insane route runners. Diggs can go up and get it, you know, if he needs to. Um, I could see Diggs taking another step. He's,
1: Who- a, he's a tentative buy for me because I do like the potential. The only reason it's tentative is because I don't know with Thielen coming back how that impacts those uh, totals for him at the end of the year. If yeah. both of them stay healthy.
3: But I think in Dynasty, I do like Diggs because Thielen's 31, right? Or so 30 I mean, maybe. I think he'll be 30. Still, you know, he's That's on cool. the backside of it. Who's the new OC in uh, Minnesota now? Kubiak. Oh, okay. Wow.
2: And he was really the guy pulling a lot of the strings there last year. I know. Uh, yeah. Stefanski gets a lot of credit, but I mean, that offense shifted a lot once Kubiak got there.
3: I'm just trying to think of, you know, if they're going to be more Dalvin Cook heavy or if they're going to throw the ball a little bit more now. I think Diggs is probably a buy right now, um, if you can. Yeah, I think you could probably get him for a pretty reasonable price
4: because mm-hmm. I think
2: most people are going to be down on them. They're going to see, well, He's hasn't he's just been kind of the same every year.
1: The Vikings offense too, not I mean I I think Dalvin Cook is the piece that most people want from that team. Yeah. Not necessarily the wide receivers. And
2: if Diggs does get traded, I mean
1: That's the only concern, too, is like I could see Zimmer being like, you know what? I'm tired of this headache. I'm tired of your sideline eruptions. Like, you're just gone.
2: But it may be better for his value, honestly. I agree. 94 targets, that's not really too great.
1: Depending on the destination, like,
2: it'll be like San Francisco. Washington. Yeah. It'll be less targets. Yeah.
1: Like, not, you know, go to a crappy offense or a team with a lot of receivers. San Fran would be low key. Gosh. Low key tight.
2: Debo I, and Diggs. Maybe man, high key lower. tight.
1: You'd have to maybe become a San Francisco fan at that point. That's
2: alright. They're already like in my top three. You got, you boys know that I that kind of like those guys. That team has some that. drip. I understand. Yeah. Bobby, who's our next guy here?
3: DJ Chark.
2: DJ Chark.
3: Yeah, who kind of came into his own you know, in his sophomore uh, sophomore season of 2019. Uh, DJ Chark stat line, 15 games, uh, 73 receptions on 118 targets. Um... Thousand and eight yards for eight touchdowns. Addie has uh, so lovingly put out here. He averaged fifteen point one five points per game. Um, I'll give you kind of qu- uh, my quick synopsis here on Chark. Um, I think, well, I'm already selling myself out of it. He's probably a hold right now, just because you don't know the quarterback situation there. You know what a great year he had in such a weird quarterback year. Nah, go buy DJ Chark. Go buy, go by, I mean, we came go by for a Circle on it. And it was, you beautiful. know, such a such a freaking good year with uh, Gardner Minshew and uh, Big Dick Nick. You know, and it's look at the end, baby. Look what what world are we living in? That DJ Chark had 118 targets and D- uh, Stephon Diggs had 94. I know. You know what is going on sick. here? But uh, you know, you put an actual quarterback that gets a little rapport there with Chark. He could uh, he could really have a nasty season. Totally with you. Bye.
1: Yeah, I was just looking at his uh, game log just to see how he came out in terms of consistency. He had some really big games. So his first week, 24.6. This is in sleeper because reality sports is is turning over right now, so we don't know any of those uh, point totals. (laughs) But uh, uh, 24.6, 36.4 in week 5, 30.4 against the Colts in week 11. But down the stretch from weeks 12 through 17, he went 10.8, 6.7, 16.5. I guess he missed the Oakland game, and then 3.8 and 7.4. That's not great. So mm-hmm. he fizzled down the stretch. Yeah. But that's when BDN came back in, and uh, I think that offense took a huge step back. Uh, Gardner, you know, that the team was so far gone at that point, even when Minshew came back. Wasn't really any salvaging that offense. So I agree. He's a buy for me. I think he's extremely talented. I think you're going to see a quarterback not named Minshew or Foles starting for Jacksonville next year.
3: Jacksonville has the ninth pick and the twentieth pick of the I'm telling first you,
1: round. Don't don't write don't put you know pen to paper and say it's going to be Minshew or Foles because I think they will have another quarterback.
3: That twentieth pick is because of the Jalen Ramsey trade. Ooh
2: that's nice and jay uh, jay gruden now the oc mm-hmm. uh, we always like what he does yeah so i mean that offense could uh could be okay if they'd be can nice get somebody you know good at quarterback
3: absolutely let's jump to this next one who's one of uh, adam's favorites i know as well preston williams who turns 23 in march and will be under contract through 2021 only played eight games last year but went 32 receptions on 60 targets which if we do that out through 16 games, is 120 targets, 428 yards, and three touchdowns, uh, 13 points per game. However, he finally uh, his final three he averaged 17 points per game. So, Adam, give me uh, your thoughts on uh, your dude there.
2: love Preston Williams. That's been no secret. I did a little thread earlier in the year on him. Um, but, yeah, it was just such – it was so unfortunate that he got hurt when he got hurt mm-hmm. because he was just coming on. Mm-hmm. And um, – and he actually tore his ACL after that two touchdown game he had. He had like a twenty six pointer, tore his ACL and was done.
1: And Fitzmagic was dealing down I know. the stretch oh, yeah. too. Like yeah. he could have ended up like a back end wide receiver one. Honestly. Oh man, there's, I mean he like yeah, was trending that way. There's no
2: it's no coincidence that uh, Devonte Parker went off down the stretch. I mm-hmm. mean once he went out, he went out. But uh, yeah, I love Preston Williams. He went undrafted for uh, personal uh, reasons and stuff like that. Um, I think he's had maybe some trouble in his past so hopefully he stays uh you know on a good path now and uh yeah man he he just impresses me he's he's not somebody that's gonna you know burn you Mm -hmm. but very good route runner very good at going up and attacking the ball yeah um very good like sideline awareness good at you know um making these acrobatic catches where he has to you know toe tap on the sideline stuff Mm -hmm. like that just i like this guy a lot Mm -hmm. and that offense you know that that's an offense that should It's arrow Um, up for that offense. Yeah, especially if they get, you know, they're rumored to be two uh, of.
1: I think it's almost a lock if they go to. Yeah. Whether they have to trade up or they can get them where they are at six, I think.
2: Yeah, and so this team could look completely different uh, in a year or two. Yes,
1: give me all the Preston Williams shares. He's a buy for me.
3: Say Preston Williams had played all 16 games, and let's just say he went 60 receptions um, on 120 targets for 900 yards and six touchdowns. Well, he – Overproduce that with Tua, or underproduce that?
4: Over over i think
1: you too. think so too because i think the offense takes a step forward yeah as a whole maybe not this year because i think fitzpatrick will start all 16 games for the dolphins in 2020 okay if he stays healthy and yeah Tua takes the reins in uh, 2021
3: that would be my only thing is just you know who's his quarterback for this next year because if they put two in there pretty quickly i don't think you're going to see no. as big of a year out of pressing that
1: that injury that Tua's coming off of i don't think he's even going to be ready to do like actual full-blown football until okay. probably like october
4: yeah seems okay. kind of like a red shirt year for yeah.
1: him. Yeah. Good so deal. Just sit him on the bench. FitzPatrick is going to be back. Let's fly.
3: All right. Shout out to Lord Ratty on this one. Wide receiver Nikhil Harry through 2022, 12 receptions, 24 targets, 105 yards and two touchdowns played in six regular season games. His highest snap percentage of the year was 81% in week 12. Never reached more than 58% after that. Look at this freaking podcast. That's some damn freaking yeah, stats for you boys
2: some numbers <laughs> I, there's there's like six dudes that we really give you some good stats yeah and that's it the rest of this guy I just don't like him
3: eight, just, his
2: name is just too weird i mean if you have, if you if you give me if i have you know three hours to ta- start attacking these things to a boy if we if we could quit our jobs and the just time. do this i'm telling you the time you guys gotta support us we will get you better content mm-hmm. all right find out ways to get money in our pockets there is
1: literally a support this podcast option on every episode description that we've ever put out.
2: Dude, wow. shout, shout out to a, a dude in our um my sleeper league. Mediocre is his. I need to actually find out his real name, but Mediocre is his team name. He uh, I told him about our podcast and, and our rankings and everything because he's been asking you know for references and stuff. And uh, he he asked me if if we had like a donate tab on our page. That's dope. And I was like, man, that's the cut's so cool.
1: Mediocre. But, you are now on the Mount Rushmore yeah, of yeah, not IDP so mediocre fans.
2: anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, no man. That's great. No, like, you can extraordinary in my book. <laughs>
1: that's right. Thank you, mediocre. Yes, you can donate to the Big Three IDP podcast. Uh, just look on every episode description ever. Anchor. Puts that in there at the bottom of every episode description. So go check it out if you'd like to donate.
2: Oh, cool. We will welcome. But that. I told him just listen, subscribe, five star us. Yeah. You know, that's uh that's that's great support for us as well. That's awesome. tell your buddies. That's right. And also donate.
3: So uh, real quick on the kill Harry, big sell right now for me. Um, I don't think he's maybe that great of a player. You've got maybe one more year left to Tom Brady, and then you don't know who after that. Maybe a Trevor Lawrence or somebody. So you know, yeah, I don't want him.
1: Uh this is hard for me. I don't actually draft any kind of Patriots players. It's just a personal hatred for I do. the Patriots. I love that about you. So, uh but if I did, your exact argument is why I would be selling Harry as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, if anyone owns Harry, they're they're going to be a huge believer in him, mm-hmm. right? Cuz most people that own him are people that drafted him and they would have taken him super high, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be hard. Uh it's going to be hard to acquire him for what I think he's worth right now, which is not much because he didn't have a great you know, when he was out there, he, he wasn't that great. Yeah. Didn't look that Didn't good. Didn't
1: play a lot, too. This, and, these stats here you have for him, as far as his highest snap percentage this year, was 81% in week 12. Never reached more than 58% after that.
3: Yeah. Oh, come on. Got Brady benched, was, right?
1: Yeah, Brady was throwing to nobody out there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Like, how are you not getting snaps in this mm-hmm. offense?
3: They traded for Muhammad Sanu. We gave yeah. him a second.
2: Yeah, it was uh it was it was a weird weird year for. Some of the, you know we had some of these rookies that that really overperformed and then we had some of these big guys that really underperformed. So, Nikhil,
3: yeah. You paid a lot for Nikhil, too. Like you drafted him high. Oh, he was yeah. a big name coming out of the draft. He
2: was like the second, you know, some people were taking him 101. <laughs> but you're right though. Jeez, that would hurt.
3: It was a frustrating year year. Yeah. It was a frustrating. You <laughs> know what yeah. I just said there. Shout out to uh Lorne in Maine. For that northern accent that just came out. What was I talking about, guys? Nikhil Harry? Nikhil
1: Harry, Yeah, so
3: let's go on and move to the next one. I don't care about Nikhil anymore. So
1: you have to pronounce this one for us, Addy. You always say it correctly.
2: J.J. Arthaga.
1: Whiteside. That's why I like the the part where it's like very sexual. Yeah. Um, He is a buy for me. Uh, I like Whiteside's talent. I'm not going to pay a whole lot, but if I can go get him on the cheap, he's a guy I'm looking to acquire because... He's one of those rookies that maybe got some buzz but didn't live up to it in people's minds. They're going to be down on him. They're probably looking to dump him. Rookie fever right now, you know, with the incoming class. So, yeah, I want some uh, Arthega
2: Whiteside. As you boys know, I'm a big Arthega Whiteside fan. Mm-hmm. I've actually had some uh, conversations about maybe acquiring Arthega. Wow. But I'm just a little scared. I own him in the sleeper, in the sleeper league, um, and... I don't know. I'm a little. I'm a little concerned. He wasn't that. Uh, he looked great in the preseason, but when the season actually got here, he looked slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do worry about Carson Wentz. You know, and how good he is at making receivers productive uh, with someone like his skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm a little concerned. I could see them addressing the wide receiver in a big way. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, they have a lot of things to address on that team. The defense is no longer good. Ooh. Um, and the offense is now kind of getting old with Ertz approaching thirty, Alshon's over thirty. Yeah. Uh I mean so the depth chart is actually pretty good for Arthaga. If you're if you're a believer, he should, you know, if you think his talent ultimately wins out, he should be close to the number one or number two wide receiver
3: there. What a gross team. Alshon didn't play. Um
2: Deshaun Jackson didn't play. Went out week one. And he's coming back. So, I mean, they have yeah. some old guys
3: now. Yeah. You know,
2: that Djax, Alshon, Ertz, all those guys are 30. Aguilar. Aguilar, not, he might, he's probably gonna get cut. Horrible. Yeah. Catching
3: babies coming out of that burning building. <laughs> he may
2: even not, he may be, his contract may be up. I don't
1: even know. I think he is a free agent. I'll Ar- look that up while you guys talk. Are
3: they as a sell for me? Because I don't like Carson Wentz. I'm tired of people acting like Carson Wentz is good. You know, I even think that when he plays, he's not very well, and it doesn't seem like he's on the field very often. So, yeah, just because of situational, I think our Thago Whiteside could be a talented player, but I'm just not a fan of Wentz, man. How many how many games are you going to have to play with the backup to Wentz?
1: I think uh, Wentz is fine. I think he's probably like the 10th to 12th best quarterback in the nah, league. No,
3: he's the new Prime Meridian, Josh. He's the new Andy Dalton.
1: Man, I don't know about that. Yeah, but he's a gamer. Uh, He's yeah.
2: someone that feels like he hangs around in games. That's a quality I like, but it's, not, it's never pretty. You're right, but yeah. you're right. He, I do worry about how good he is. At, like Cam Newton, how good is he at making mm-hmm. his receivers? Know, fantasy relative. And look at health w- is a
1: big thing. Wentz's
3: favorite yeah. dudes are named Zach Ertz and Goddard. Dallas Goddard.
2: Uh, Alglor is a free agent. UFA. Dallas so he's, Goddard. He's we we could did we put him on here? We didn't. Well, uh, bye, folks. Yeah, forever. Bye. What's Forever Art- and
3: always, Amen. <laughs> What's Arts's contract look like? How many more years is he there? Oh, I bet he's there. For we don't a have to look it up. It's not think, that important. I
1: think he they did signs, give him a big deal. They just signed him to a big deal here yeah. recently. I'm pretty sure. So. While
3: you are lo- you looking at the next one? Let's get to this Clemson boy.
1: Well, I can tell you, he is signed through 2022. Okay, but he has um, he has uh, about 13. He it cost him more to cut him, so he's there. At least next year and probably 2021 as He's well. He's
3: actually signed for more in our XFFL league at he $14 million.
1: He really is. He is very expensive.
3: Which honestly isn't that bad. But anyways, uh, 128-pound Hunter Renfro had 49 receptions, 71 targets, 605 yards for four touchdowns. Adam made a note here that he played really well down the stretch. Uh, Hunter Renfro is a sell for me. Um, I think he's one hit away from being really hurt. He's not a very large individual. I don't think he is that rough and tough West Welker, uh, Danny Amendola uh, type of slot receiver. So, yeah, I just don't care to have him.
1: I'm just sorry about the quarterback situation in Oakland. Where are they going to go? You know, but you would think there are some options there that would be an upgrade over Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, But... At the same time, I mean, you look at who are the wide receivers in Oakland right now. You know, it was supposed to be Antonio Brown. Uh, they have the. Tyrell Williams? Yeah, they have the wide receiver formerly uh, from the Chargers there, Tyrell Williams. He but didn't
2: really have the year that I was thinking he might have.
1: I, I would actually like if Oakland went and got a number one wide receiver so that Hunter Renfo could kind of fill in that slot mm-hmm. position really nicely. So, he's not a guy I'd be pushing too hard to get. If I had him, I'm holding him. Uh, just because I don't know how much you can get for him right now. He's not a guy I'm looking to acquire. But if I've got him, he's a hold.
3: Oakland has the 12th and 19th pick in the draft. Wow. That's defense,
1: nice. I think they still need to build that defense up. And maybe get him like uh, get oh. like a stud defensive player and a wide receiver.
3: <laughs> that's some extra, uh, extra from the uh, Khalil Mack trade there.
2: Hey, that's mm. nice. Week, uh, week 16, Hunter Renfro had seven catches for 107 yards and one touchdown. Week 17, he had six for 102 and a touchdown. Wow. So, I mean, came on there at the end of the year. He also mm. missed three games um, due to injury. So,
3: you know. For what you gave for him, you're probably pretty happy.
2: You're, this is a hold. Yeah. I mean, just because you're not going to. No one's going to come giving you more than a third for him. Yep. You know. Um, so. I think he could be a, I think he could be a very serviceable PPR uh, receiver for you. A nice wide receiver three for your team. Okay, I
3: agree. let's see, get to the next one. Debo Samuel, uh, signed right now through twenty twenty two for San Francisco.
2: I mean.
1: I would like to say buy, but I don't think you can buy him right now. I don't think I think the price you'd have to pay would be so high you're not going to get the kind of return that you're going to feel good about.
3: I think you can still buy him. I don't think he's that AJ Brown. I don't think he's up there in that upper echelon quite yet. I think. I think his, he is because of the Super Bowl. It, it's going to depend on who the owner is right now, but you know, I think Debo is still going to be.
1: What's uh What's happening here? Are we getting some some music playing. Is it me? I think it was you. I thought your phone was ringing. No, I think I think Debo got bumped, <laughs> I think he got bumped into that stratosphere because of the um the because of the playoff run and especially because of the Super Bowl. Yeah, and these are dynasty players. These are usually the sharper of the fantasy football players out there. Like they know who Debo is. If the Debo owner right now is just sitting like you know Scrooge McDuck on the mountain of coins and is like, "What are you gonna give me?" You know?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, as as someone that owns him, I mean, I don't know what it would take for me to let off of him.
3: But be glad that you didn't sell him because there for a while you were like, "Dang it, is yeah. Debo gonna do anything this year?"
2: Yeah, I know. But you know, once uh, it was, I mean, people should have seen that when Sanders came into town that he was gonna probably take a backseat for a little bit. Although yeah. he really didn't, he became the uh, he became the alpha down the stretch. I and mean, he did. yeah, and uh, I think Sanders is gonna move on, and yeah, Debo, he's. He's shown that they need to get the ball in his hands he, as much as you know, he was
1: the best player on offense for the Forty ers in that Super Bowl, and it was not really that. Yeah,
2: close. he's really fun. He man. He is a
1: man amongst boys out there at times. That's
2: someone that you should definitely go look up his highlight tape for the year, because man, he made some awesome plays.
3: Let's uh let's bang through these next couple pretty quick. Uh, Robbie Anderson.
1: Um, not really interested, just because. Sell. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's going to land. I think he's going to get paid a lot of money. Yeah. I think he's going to be a highly sought after NFL free agent. Checkered um, pass. I do like
3: him a lot. I think he, he's a good he's player. He's a talented player. He's kind of that type to where you, you get on Twitter and you're like, "Oh, what did Robbie do?" Yeah, you're kind of so, worried about that. So that
1: peace of mind thing. Yeah, there uh, I you think go. I'm selling him. Just let the let the owner out there who's like, "What if he lands in a great spot?" Yeah. yeah, let him buy Robbie and yeah. uh, see how that works out. Because free agent wide receivers changing teams. Mm-hmm. Typically does not work out.
2: Probably not selling for less than a second, though. Yeah, sure. That's true. Josh, the next one here, Paris
3: Campbell.
1: Paris Campbell's a buy. Because of the long-term potential in Dynasty, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of mock drafts. I would love this as a Colts fan for the Colts to take Jordan Love uh, in the first round there with the, wow. uh, with the first pick that they have. I think uh, 13, pick number 13, I'm pretty sure, 13 or 15. And then, uh, you know, there's the... Potential for, I mean, who knows with the the 2021 draft, but... Trevor Lawrence. I think the Colts are going to figure out this QB situation. I think it is their top priority. Mm-hmm. So I love it when we upgrade on Brissett. Give me Paris Campbell. I think he's extremely talented.
3: I love that right now. I think the timing is great to buy Paris Campbell. I think you're getting him on the cheap, and he's probably you know, going to be having a new quarterback, exactly like you said, in the next year or two. You might not be able to get much out of him for the next year or so until they get things figured out, but yeah. Yeah, yep. that's okay. Yep. Yeah,
1: so... Um, and then we have some juicy tight ends here as well, boys. And um, this first one is an interesting one. TJ Hawkinson. Sell. T-
2: buy for me. I feel like his value is going to be down since he had such an injury-riddled year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this guy could be uh, Kittle-esque.
4: Hmm.
1: I think if um, Stafford's the big question mark for me. Yeah. Because I think I'm not interested in Hawkinson if we're looking at a big drop-off. If we're looking at another David Blau situation, no yeah. thank you. But well,
2: it's going to be Stafford. Or it's going to be one of these young gun quarterbacks, probably. Mm-hmm. You,
1: I would just like to see them go ahead and make a move, uh, just because broken bones in your back like that really worries me. If I'm a Lions, you know, front office guy, yeah. Just I don't know. I think the time is now to get a really good backup in there, or move on from him entirely. Yep. You can still get a lot for Matt Stafford. Okay. But you're, you're you're selling them, though, it sounds like.
3: Yeah, just not a big fan. Uh, I don't know about the whole Patricia setup there, if that really works. And the Stafford thing kind of worrisome, too. I think Hawkinson has some talent. I just don't want to have to deal with the muddy water that's going to be there for a year or two. So let's go to the next one. Uh, Adam's boy, who he sold this week, right? Sold him as sell.
1: well. So you can't say buy th- or hold. <laughs> you done sold Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas. Well,
2: it, it was circumstantial, though. We'll get to that.
1: Okay, Yeah. So he's a big time buy for me. With Greg Olson out the door, I don't really know if it's going to be. I think it's going to be Cam. That was my prediction. Uh, And if it is, yes, give me in Thomas. I think people are really sleeping on Cam just because he's been banged up here recently. But if especially as long as they don't take a big downgrade in terms of quarterback, Hmm. uh, in Thomas is a buy for me.
2: Here is the only time you sell uh, right now. If you have four other tight ends, yes. So Context
1: I, matters, obviously, in this situation. So
2: I have Ingram, I have Goddard, and I have Irv Smith Jr. Ian Thomas was my fourth one. I have zero I had zero picks in this in this uh draft class outside of a fifth rounder. So no picks. I was able to flip him for three hundred five and four hundred one, which is great. That's
1: very nice. That's like I mean well, that's I that's that baseline. Lot. That's really yeah. baseline. Like
2: I I wanted a second round pick out of him, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm probably not going to get that here with the draft so soon.
3: In our league, the first three rounds are awesome.
2: I think so. You too. can get some dart throws
3: because in four IDP, and five. Yeah. I've I mean, had luck
2: with them, yeah. I mean so
3: Devin Bush, Devin White last year. Two years ago I took Derwin James and Minka Fitzpatrick in the third. Um Buda I, Baker, Terry yes.
2: McKenna, like Deontay Johnson. I don't know. They might have been second. But. You can
3: get some late offensive dart throws or you can get some of these like first stud, round defensive, defensive guys. Players, Absolutely yeah,
1: like second or third rounds.
3: Okay, so let's get to the next guy here. Travis Kelsey, signed right now through 2021. He
1: is a sell for me.
3: Okay, why so?
1: Uh, Just because I think his best days are probably behind him. And I'm looking to grab one of these young guys, like the next guy we'll talk about on this list, like okay. an in Thomas, depending on the quarterback situation in Detroit, like a T.J. Hawkinson. And I just think Kelsey is a guy who's still the top of the league right now in terms of tight end, maybe with George Kittle. So, I'm looking to cash out right now and get younger at tight end.
2: Man, he's. Uh, if someone's selling right now, go buy him. I feel like I got to buy him. If yeah. someone's wanting to give me that veteran discount, because I feel like Kelsey still has two, three years like of elite production.
1: I'm not selling him on the cheap. I'm trying to cash out right now while his value's high. And You're not selling him for real. less than two first. Um,.
2: Or a first and a second, you'd maybe yeah, do.
1: Yeah, I think I'd do it for a first and a second. if someone
2: offered me two firsts, yeah, I mean, of if you're a contender, you know, and you're uh, tied in a way, you should definitely be seeking out the the Kelsey owner right now.
3: The other yeah. thing too is Sammy Watkins may sit out a year, you know. So you've got you know Amical Hardman who's going to be taking a bigger step into the offense. That's going to be frustrating for Mahomes for a little while. So he's going to be dropping it off to Kelsey and to uh, Tyreek quite a bit. Who do y'all see coming through the fold after Hardman? Do y'all think um, Robinson or Pringle has no. much value? Nope. You no. Think?
2: Robinson's going to be he's – he's gone. Cut. Yeah. Well, I think he's a free agent. They're not going to bring him back. Rough hands. Yeah, stone hands.
1: And then Byron Pringle has to get back to the chip factory. So they yeah. might be
3: – that's interesting. They could maybe be in the it's wide true. receiver market. Yeah,
2: they could add somebody. You know, they can always bring in a vet through free agency or something. So. Yeah. Um,
3: it's just hard to say that you would sell Kelsey. I understand your context, Josh. It's tough
2: to sell pieces of that offense, man. Just because you know,
3: and if anybody is ever willing to sell these top three defensive tackles, defensive ends, freaking tight tight ends, whatever, man, go get them. I think Kelsey's
2: finished as the number one tight end for like four straight years. Wow, I agree.
1: It's this is purely value. This is yeah. okay. this is like if I know there's a contender out there, tight end is just not one of those positions that I'm like. And I know Kelsey is a cheat code. He's obviously the exception rather than the rule, but I don't put a lot of whole lot of stock into the tight end position just because outside of those top two or three guys, mm-hmm. the position just is such a crap shoot. But that's a good reason to go buy. Yep. So if you're, like Markham said, in the market for, hey, one tight end puts me over the top, go try to buy Travis Kelsey at a discount. But a guy like Irv Smith Jr., our next guy on the list, this is a buy, buy, buy for me. He may be one of my biggest guys that I'm looking to buy this off season. I don't know if I can get them from the Vikings fan over here to my right no, but no Um, he's not for God, sale. I love me some Irv Smith man
2: me too yeah I love Irv and I think Kyle Rudolph is probably gonna be there this year but that's probably gonna be it mm-hmm. Um, and so once that happens oh boy
3: Now from someone not a Vikings fan, you could probably get Irv Smith for a decent price right now. Yes.
2: You should be out trying to buy this guy. You should be contacting them because he didn't have that great of a year. And Mm -hmm. remember, Kyle Rudolph caught the game winner in the playoffs. So people, that's still going to be fresh on people's mind. Yep. Remind your, remind those people that uh, own Irv Smith that Rudolph's going to be there for another, you know, that the contract says another three years, although they haven't out. So, um, yeah, I, once Irv gets his shot, man. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be very nice. I mean,
1: he's essentially sort of like the. Is he like an a- Evan Ingram type? Yes. Like comp as far as like pretty sort much. of a wide receiver playing tight end.
2: A little better after the catch, though. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Evan Ingram's pretty. You know, he goes down pretty easy. Mm-hmm.
1: So I think I mean, looking at Kyle Rudolph's contract, uh, they'd save about uh, three and a half million cutting him this year, and about five million cutting him the year after. So.
2: Yeah, they have a lot of they. They're gonna have a lot of money issues. They've they've locked up a lot of guys recently. Mm -hmm. So,
1: so um, next guy here, another promising. Well, I say young, Janu Smith. What do we know? uh, How old is Mister Janu? He's young. Yeah, his
2: fourth year in the league. Twenty four.
1: Twenty four. Twenty five. Yeah. Depending on when he came into the league, Addy, hit us with that age. How old, Mr. Jonu?
2: August 22nd, 1995. He's 24 years old. Very yeah.
1: nice. He's a buy for me. I love mm-hmm. me some Jonu. I'm just yes. trying to get younger at tight end. This is my personal bias coming in. Um, the, the QB situation does worry me a little bit, but my prediction is they will bring back Tannehill on the franchise tag, which uh, let's run it back. I mean, if you've got... Um, Delaney Walker is the other piece of the equation that I want to know, you know, what's going on there. But I really, I said this on another pot. I think Delaney Walker was a a progress stopper. Hmm. Like, I think the Titans have to realize if they are good at self scouting, which I think they are, that, uh, Delaney Walker is a guy, you know, at 35 years old, uh, that just, uh, and you can cut him and save about six and a half million dollars. Probably you could be seeing him as a um, as a you know a training camp casualty, one of these guys getting cut here to save some money.
2: Yeah, I think you saw the tight ones kind of turning around once they embraced their youth on mm-hmm. the team, going with Janu, going with uh, AJ Brown more, you know, letting some of the, the younger defenders play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like Janu. Had one of the sickest catches of the season. Had a had so many sick plays. That run he had for like sixty yards, where he was like looked. Like one of the fastest running backs in the league. That mm-hmm. was that's a play that I, I'll think about for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. Love Jonu.
1: You're you're buying Jonu all day. You love you some Jonu. He
3: may still be kind of cheap. Maybe
2: he's probably going to cost like what you know Ian Thomas cost somewhere yeah. around that range. Second round pick. Yeah, if, I, if someone offered me a second for him, I'd. I'd consider it
3: absolutely
1: depends on again context where uh-huh. are you with but just in a vacuum i like that deal
3: i love him again this year though if they bring Tannehill back and they're you know re-sign henry and it's kind of the same type offense i think he could have an awesome 2020 if John- the titans still look the same johnny smith i don't you guys probably don't
2: realize this but he had one of like the weirdest little things happen to him like in college i guess it was a bad relationship but he had a his ex-girlfriend pour boiling hot water on him wow what? does he have like burns i think so
1: yeah wow yeah don't uh don't make the woman in your life mad that is a recipe for something horrible happening <laughs> yep. to you
0: yep the recipe ends up being of you know
2: boiling water <laughs> where does she pour it on his head on his head oh gosh yeah i mean i, I don't i don't know i haven't looked closer and to see wow. like scars I'm, and stuff I'm but good
1: yeah. one smith's face Let's see if Bill John, Johnny has some scars. Who's our next and our last uh, offensive yeah. piece here, Bobo?
3: Tight end O.J. Howard.
1: Are you okay, Bobby? Are you, like, just fading I'm into doing, the- No, I'm
3: doing well, Josh. I actually feel great.
2: We haven't even got to the defense
1: yet.
3: We're almost there, guys. Uh, signed through 2020, 3.5 million of dead cap. Uh, right now, actually, going into this year. So – uh, Cameron Bright. I need to know probably what his contract looks like with him as well. Cause I he's, think they can cut him. Really?
2: Like no cap.
1: I'm go. I'm Googling John o Smith and pictures of Two-Face keep coming up. So <laughs>
3: o. J. Howard,
1: I guess it's pretty bad.
3: O.J. Howard to me is probably a waiver ad because I'd say he's not probably owned a ton of places right now. He was extremely frustrating last year. I don't know. I'm holding on to him. If he gets a better situation, that's fine. If he's not, I'll cut him. We'll see. See if he's in the doghouse with Arians again this year.
2: Probably somebody I'm buying. I Feel like he's probably got. He's uh pretty low.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, he's.
1: The, I think he's a hold for me. I don't want him necessarily, but I don't think you can sell him for anything right now. Yeah. So if you got him, you might as well hold on to just him. Just the talent was there. I mean, I don't yeah. know what
2: happened. He just got in the doghouse and then probably lost all of his confidence and.
3: But we talked about Arians. Does that?
2: Yeah, he does that. So,
3: him and Shanahan.
2: As long as Arians is there, yeah, just hold. I guess, but yeah. man, if he if he would get. I think I think the the move is to to buy him in hopes that he gets traded or cut.
3: Put him on your taxi squad. Yeah, or you know, hopefully Stash they move
2: him. on from if they move on from Bray, that that'll be good news for him. He has zero yeah. dead cap, so that's that could be Breit nice. Does. But I'm afraid Arians oh, likes him.
3: Yeah, which means he stays. Who likes
2: Bray? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So,
1: but yeah. it
3: would be awesome if they bring Rivers in for tight end OJ Howard. That would be nice. be pretty sweet. So
1: let's take a little break here, boys. Let's stretch our legs. Uh, We are here at an hour and 18 minutes, and we just got through the offense. (laughs) So we're going to take a little break.
3: We love offense. And
1: uh, maybe come back and do some defense or maybe split it into a part two next week. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Uh, But don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) All right. We're going to let you guys behind the curtain. We were heavily debating. (laughs) It is almost midnight here in Bowling Green. Splitting this thing up or just not doing it, but because we love you all, our mm-hmm. beloved listeners and mediocre out there, our future financial backer,
4: mm-hmm. we're going
1: to give you all a speed round of the IDB players here. And uh, this is two part, A, because we're very tired, also because we have the Truth Series coming up where we're going to be looking at each of these uh, defensive uh, positional categories in way more detail So you're going to hear these names a lot over the next three weeks. So we're going to go speed round, gentlemen, one minute for each player. And I've got the stopwatch here, so we are going to be sticking to it. And I'm cutting you all off at one minute. And we're going to start with who, Addy? Go. Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams (laughs) plays for the New York Jets. He is a big-time buy. I actually bought him at the end of last season. So I am buying Quinnen Williams.
3: I agree, Joshy. He's a buy for me as well.
2: Love it. Buy. He is someone that was a high draft pick. A lot of pedigree. Love the way he moves. Number two. His deb- brother's Quincy, most
1: importantly. <laughs> we don't have to talk fast, guys. <laughs> we do not have to talk like an auctioneer.
3: All right, let's go to number two. Eric Armstead, unrestricted free agent for the San Francisco 49ers.
2: Spells his name with an A. Arik. That's interesting.
3: <laughs> All right, he's a big sell for me right now. I don't think that he is going to produce anything like he did this year on the best defensive line in the NFL.
2: Love that, Bobby. Good player, great year. Dowdy does does it again. Jazzy, he's a sell. <laughs> We're selling him. All right. Next up,
1: Kenny Clark of the. I get the Clark Bros confused. Which one is this? This is Packers. Oh yeah,
2: Green Bay. Kenny, baby.
1: So this is a big time sell for you, I'm sure, because he uh bit uh, hard this
2: season. Oh, uh, he's actually a uh, he's actually a buy for me now. No way. He's a buy for Why me. Why
1: are you buying Kenny? It's after because what he's he did he's still
2: you. 24. You but- know he. he I was impatient. If I would have held on to him, he would have gone off for me in the playoffs.
3: I love that, Adam. In our,
4: in our yeah. Yeah.
3: Adam's growing up on us, guys. He's yes, matured sir. before our eyes. Is
1: he still sign with the Packers, though? Yes, Maybe sir. Okay.
0: The talent was there. He was performing well. It just wasn't showing up on the stat sheet. <laughs> and I'm willing to give him
1: another shot. So you're buying. Yes, sir. All right. I'm selling.
3: I like it. Yeah. Go buy Kenny Clark. Let's Kenny get Clark. to uh, He's number- cheap. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Now, you've got some mad owners that are going to be happy to sell him. In fact, so. he was free in my sleeper league.
3: He's going like... from the opposite of cheap, we're going to uh, defensive tackle one in RSO last year, Cam Hayward. Josh, by sell, hold. We'll be
1: talking a lot about Cam Hayward on the defensive line episode. Uh, spoiler alert, the most defensive lineman won games was Cam Hayward. Zero bus games from Cam wow. He was the definition of set it and forget it defensive lineman. But he's a little older, and I just don't think he's going to reach the heights that he did this year. So he is a big-time sell. Cash out for me.
2: Yep. Uh, Had his best season at age 30. Mm Mm-hmm. Gotta sell it, boys. Yep. I actually
1: did sell him. I, he was one of the guys I sold near the end of last year. And I you think. got
2: like a second and like a maybe Ed Quentin,
1: Oliver. Yeah, I think it was Ed. Yeah, you're right because I got him from Lawrence. Great That's timing.
3: Beautiful right there. Absolutely. So
1: Bobby, what are you doing? You
3: get him out him. of here. He's Locked not Calais. He's not Calais Campbell. He's not going to get better with age. Um, yep, great year, but get rid of him.
1: So this is another guy I have and got to make a decision on Carlos Dunlap. Um, he is a. If you especially if you have a Bengals fan in your league, I'm trying to sell Carlos Dunlap right now. Uh he was fine. He was really solid. He was not a guy that was going to crap your team very often, but if you can maybe try to cash out right now on the fact that he had, you know, a top 12 defensive end season, so he is a sell for me.
2: Yeah, he was really good. He had a really he was really good down the stretch as well. Um but yeah, again, he's 30. So, got to sell him.
1: Got to get these old guys out of there. Maybe try to sell them to a team that thinks they're a contender, maybe one piece away. Bobby, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Yep, same thing.
3: Sell. Go to the Bengals fan. All right. Sam Hubbard.
1: Sam Hubbard. Yeah, this is an interesting one because do you believe in Sam Hubbard after he put up the second most defensive lineman one games behind Cam Hayward last year? I do. I do as well. I'm trying to buy Sam Hubbard if I can.
3: Yeah,
2: I think that's a fine take. He's young. He's uh, yeah. And then Carl He was a rookie, wasn't he? I think he was Hubbard, his second, second or third year. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl Lawson probably going to be gone. Yep. Um, Dunlap not getting any younger. So yeah, I mean Hubbard's going to be that probably that one piece that's going to be constant for a while there.
3: That's a good defense. They've got some interesting. They got ger- some pieces. Jermaine that team can turn
2: around pretty quickly if Burrow comes in and plays well right away.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. They're so, not far off. Yeah. A guy we skipped over here to uh jump to Hubbard, but that's interesting nonetheless. Montez Sweat.
2: Hmm. Oh man, this might be maybe my biggest buy.
1: Ooh, mm-hmm. explain.
2: Well, uh, with Rivera coming in town, he's gonna move from a uh he's gonna be a DN now. Yeah. So he won't he'll no longer be a linebacker, which they were a three yep. four before. Now it's gonna be a four three. So yeah, he's gonna probably get the defensive end tag and oh boy, that he's gonna he's got a good chance at being like a top twelve
3: D end. I love that, Addy. You took what I was going to say. On to you, Joshy.
1: All right, yeah. Uh, I'm buying as well, especially, I mean, a positional switch like that. And here's the thing, too. If you are in a league and you think the Montez Sweat owner may not realize that this change is coming, mm-hmm. don't bring it up. Yeah. Don't. don't bring it up in discussions. Don't mention it. Pray, pray off the ignorance. I mean, it's a great viable strategy. Yep. You know, Play off people's. Uh, you know, lack of knowledge when it comes to positional changes. Sure. So that speak- lines
2: going to be dirty. It is if they get Chase Young in there. So, yes.
3: Speaking of four threes to three fours, uh, the NFL memes. Walter Payton Man of the Year. Miles Garrett signed right now through twenty twenty. Uh, he's actually meeting with Goodell here soon to discuss a possible reinstatement because I guess technically he's actually suspended from the NFL right now. So, Josh, buy sell hold.
1: This is contextual. This is uh, an RSO uh base decision for me he is a, possibly moving to a linebacker designation if uh this switch happens so that's a big time sell i don't want anything to do with miles garrett as a linebacker
2: yeah i agree i'm pretty nervous about that if i if i own miles garrett mm-hmm.
1: um and he's on thin ice now
2: i'm sorry but like yeah we we still have no guarantee
1: when he is going to be reinstated i still think he misses some games i do
2: someone that i don't think will be a problem going forward as far as like either. character stuff. I think this was a one time blip. Yeah. I really do. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna. Well, the thing is, man, I, I think you gotta hold him right now because I think people will use this suspension and stuff against you. And I think if he starts off the year hot, you can probably flip him for a lot more than you could now.
3: Miles is a buy for me right now because even though they're going to this, uh, you know, new scheme and he's gonna be possibly a linebacker, you look at these linebackers like, Um, Jones in Arizona or TJ Watt or Khalil Mack who have that linebacker tag. You know, Khalil Mack 2018 was a top five linebacker. Uh, Miles Garrett will still have intrinsic value and you can buy him if you're wanting to buy him. He is going to be at his cheapest probably right now until Goodell reinstates him. He plays and just goes off next year. So
1: next up, we got Yannick Ngakwe who is a UFA. Um, I'm interested in Yannick. Uh, he was one of those guys, just being in Jacksonville, the way that team fizzled out, didn't get a lot of publicity, but was, I thought, pretty played pretty well this season. I think he's going to get a big, fat contract in free agency. So um, I'm interested because I don't think if you're having to buy him, you're going to have to pay a whole lot. So... And I'm not looking to pay a whole lot, but if I can get him on the cheap, yes.
2: Yeah, Yannick's definitely a guy I'm buying. There was mm-hmm. a lot of times where he wasn't getting the snaps he deserved just because of the uh, the talent it was he, he was surrounded by, and mm-hmm. you know there was he's kind of overcrowded at mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. Uh, on that line. And so yeah, I think that wherever he goes, he's going to get a lot more snaps and a lot more consistent snaps. And uh, I think that'll translate as far as his stats go as well.
3: I love that. Yeah, I think uh, Yannick may actually have one of his best seasons in 2020. He's going to be free of, uh, you know, some other people that are competing for a snap. So, yeah, go for it. Go get him. All
1: right. So next up, we got uh, Mad Max himself, Max Crosby. And uh, as the Crosby owner right now, obviously, I'm holding Crosby. But I will say... Is that your tag? Or did you extend him? No, I'm gonna be well. I'll be tagging um, and then trading Mark Ingram in that league. Uh, but I actually extended him back before the end of the season. So for dirty. Like a million a half, two million dollars, something ridiculous. cheap.
3: It's probably four million over two years. I think, I think right. that's the minimum. That's great.
1: So I think I'm removing that context, though. You know, of um, our league and what he's getting paid. Uh, if someone was wanting to come make a big offer for Crosby right now, I'd have no problem selling him just yeah. because I think, you know, rookie, I just, I'm just i trying to sell off of a short, a small sample size when I can, especially defense. Offense is different. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. My big takeaway from the end of this year was don't get so attached and overpay for defense because you can pick up a lot of guys. Crosby is off the free agent. You know, the waiver wire. What do you mm-hmm. expect for
2: him, though? Because um, Crobby was, even though he was a waiver wire pickup, he was damn good. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm thinking at least a first right now.
2: Uh, Probably a little
1: more than that. I think a first is probably a starting point. And I think mm-hmm. some
2: people are going to have a hard time paying that. Yeah, so absolutely. He's he's a hold for me Uh, just because I don't think you can sell him. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get what you want because people are going to still have the I reservations.
3: Agree. Unless somebody came along with a nice offensive piece.
2: Maybe. Yeah. That's true? Maybe. But still, I think I'd rather have, I think he's going to be a, a good defensive end.
3: Yeah.
1: I well, agree. let's play the equivalency game of what would it take offensively, one for one, to get Max Crosby?
2: Um, Like a, you know, like a Terry McLaurin? No, that's too much. Um, too much on the uh, offensive yeah. side. Like a Preston Williams type, somewhere in that range of receiver. Mm hmm. Maybe Christian Kirk, you know, if you think that they're going to bring another receiver in. So, like
1: a wide receiver two type of guy.
2: Low-end wide receiver two. Mm Low-end wide receiver two. I like that. Interesting. Yep.
1: All right. So, next up here, um, a guy that really broke out and had a nice season uh, coming over from, I believe, Baltimore uh, to Green Bay, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Mr. Zedaria Smith here. Yes. So, um, He's a sell for me. I just don't know that you're going to get the same kind of production next year from Zedaria Smith, who I'm pretty sure is a little older, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. He's at least 20. He's 20. He'll be 28 mm-hmm. once, so, he, once the season starts. Not not to, to that 30-year-old kind of uh, you know on the backside of your career point.
2: Played at UK. Did mm-hmm. he really? Yeah.
1: I didn't realize that. So, uh, But he's a sell for me right now. I'm going to try to cash out.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean... What he had, he had thirteen and a half sacks. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's sacks uh, are not typically a sticky stat. And he could get there again. I think he is really good, but he's he's one of those edge guys. He's gonna be he's gonna have the linebacker designation, and Mm I would prefer not to uh, to have a guy like that.
3: Agreed. He's not that top three type, you know, defensive end edge rusher. That's actually a linebacker that I want to hold on to. All right. So
2: next up here, who do we got, Addy? Devin White, one of my babies. I love this guy buy anywhere you can mm-hmm. on the off chance of someone just looking at year end finish because this guy misses a lot of time, but, uh, he got next. Yeah.
1: You could just get in there and be like, man, uh, Quan Alexander, not, mm-hmm. not Quan, Levante, Levante David had a great, and he did. So yeah. like send him maybe the Levante David, like, yeah. you know, page from your fantasy league where you're like, Man, you see this finish for David? He's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. So what about you feeling okay about Devin in there? <laughs> Just play the old psychological game, but yes, try to go buy Devin White as much as you can. Yeah.
2: Cuz awesome. he's a stud. Bobby, mm-hmm. what are you thinking? I think it's great. That's I think a great he's, take. I think he's my linebacker 3 in dynasty.
3: It also shows you how valuable draft picks are because Devin White was taken with our 302, 303 last year and now it would take you a first to acquire Devin White, maybe a st- early second. Oh, yeah, easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't give up these thirds and fourths just because you think it's too far, you know, too far down the draft order. These thirds and fourths are, are valuable picks. Yeah, they can pan out. Absolutely. If you're not an
2: idiot, you know. You, you, if you're not an idiot. Yeah.
3: That's true. That's a, that's that's a cat- big qualifier. Listen, though. do first your idiot. research.
2: Follow smart people. Mm-hmm. Like, this stuff will be a lot easier for you. Yeah.
1: Uh, this is another interesting case study here, guys. Markham, I know where you're going to go with this. Leighton Vander Esch, mm-hmm. uh, probably a sell for you. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I don't think you do know where I'm going to go because I'm actually going to be buying Leighton uh, LVE. I think his value is at an all-time low right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could probably get – I don't know. I don't think you'd have to get give up that much Even to as get a, him.
1: You said that you were not an LVE believer.
2: Right, but at this point, with his price being down, you know, maybe someone's – you know they're going to say well Jalen Smith's there you know how how good can this guy be what's the ceiling uh I'll take I'll take him I mean if he's going to be my like third or fourth linebacker mm-hmm. you know and I only have to send out like a third or maybe like a late second to get him I'm thinking about doing that
3: as long as you have rotational guys who when LVE gets hurt or that neck flares up that you can throw somebody else in yeah uh Levante David or you know somebody kind of his caliber
2: I mean LVE was a sell for me at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Now he's off all that hype, right? And he was a top
3: twelve uh,
2: linebacker, but now his value's taken such a hit that I'm I'm willing to get back in on it. Sure, I agree. Uh, he's probably a hold for me. I don't know. He doesn't rock the boat for me one way or the
1: other, but uh, I can see arguments on both sides. If you want to go try to scoop him up now that his value has cratered, the neck injury worries me a lot. That mm-hmm. is
2: the biggest concern here. Uh, yeah.
1: That you Elf. know. Yeah, health. It's contextual. If you have other guys, like Bobby said, you can swap in and you can go get him. I don't know. He may be like a late third rounder I'd be willing to give up. I don't know that I'd be willing to go second, but... Uh, the potential is there. I mean, if you buy low and you get another top twelve, you know, finish out of him, man, that's nice. But then I sell.
3: want it to be really low because that neck is gonna get hurt again. Yeah, he's a linebacker. Oh,
2: the 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 thing to do here is you you buy him here and mm-hmm. then you hope that he he bounces back. Great first six games, then breaking Yeah, yeah go absolutely. Get
1: another, a higher draft pick, just yep. flip that asset. For he's a flipper. And what you got? Yeah, it's a it's a fixer upper. That's you how know? it works, Re-add guys. the value and then sell him. Let
3: me introduce this next one, uh, Adams. Old dude, uh, Deion no, Jones. He's, he's still, he's still the okay. Dude. Okay. Is he still on your RSO squad? Is he in like
4: oh,
2: yeah. the garage or the barn? Oh yeah, he's uh, he's in the garage. Okay. He's still he's still under he's still under the uh, sheet, whatever that is.
1: He's a
3: little bit of the uh still uh, under the sheet. Yeah. <laughs> that old sheet. The old sheet. The the old garage. Sheet. Adam's got That's sheets right. over his cars.
1: So I'm I'm very curious. I want to start with you, Adam. Where are you on Deion Jones right now?
2: I think he is such a buy. I think that the uh you know he had a down year. He had a frustrating year. Um, Devondre Campbell, he was shining quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Devondre Campbell is about to be out of town. And I think Deion Jones is about to be back where he belongs, and he's going to be a top-12 linebacker going forward. I think
1: the biggest thing that helped Deion Jones' value was actually not Devondre Campbell leaving town. It's going to be Dan Quinn staying as head coach uh, for the Falcons. If you had seen a turnover in terms of the coaching staff – New head coach coming in, especially a defensive-minded guy. But the fact that Quinn somehow kept his job, I love that for uh, Deion Jones. Uh, he's a big-time buy, but I think Campbell being out of town is another big factor as well.
3: I love that. We're three for three. Yeah, Three
1: for three. All right, so this is... Uh this is truth telling time, boys, because it's our it's our one and only baby. We talk about a lot of babies on this show. Mm-hmm. But as we know, Fred Warner Sorry. is
2: This is our true baby. This is our firstborn right here. Mm-hmm. Baby
1: numero uno right mm-hmm. here. So um I'm gonna let y'all go first just because uh I have to think through what I'm what I'm feeling right now. I'll heart. go
3: first and let y'all think for a second. I think Fred Warner right now is a sell for me. Um I think just because his value has risen. Now Quan is back. I think he's going to be talented. I think there is a possibility that he's a great linebacker for 2020, but Dre Greenlaw and Quan Alexander are going to be taking a lot of snaps. They're going to be taking a lot of tackles away from uh, Fred. There are two other decent uh, linebackers there beside of him. I just think that their snaps probably hurt Fred's overall production.
2: Agree. Yeah, I mean, he finished as a uh, what a top seven linebacker, mm-hmm. uh, but he's he really really took off whenever Quan went down. Mm-hmm. So Quan's going to be back. We've even seen it in the playoffs mm-hmm. with Quan, you know, being back that he hasn't had the monster games that we were seeing. So, yeah, this is a this is a definite sell. Although I love Fred Warner long term. I just yeah. think maybe he's He's more likely a you know a back end linebacker one or a low end linebacker two.
3: He's kind of a value sale. He's a great hold if you want a solid yeah. linebacker to build your team around. He's awesome, but if somebody comes in and offers you something stupid, get rid of him. This yeah.
1: is a lot of what we're talking about here is not is a player good or bad, it is where is their value right now and can you capitalize on that value to get something more valuable in return. Yeah. But guys, follow high.
3: follow the big three IDP because. Adam called this in like August of 2019. Like I remember that we talked about this on on Pod. You know he traded. Um, you had a big name linebacker. B-wax. There you go. B-wax. And we were like, wow, Adam really believes in Fred Warner. So guys, pay attention. You know, some we're of us are not
2: this- dopes. We've
1: told
3: you this before.
1: Adam specifically has told you all many times we are not dopes. So
3: let's get to I think th- it's up for debate. Let's get to the next one while we're uh, on a roll. Josh, I know you probably have a little bit of a take on the uh, on Mr. Joe Schobert here, linebacker buy, sell, hold.
1: Man, that's tough. I mean, he was such a stud this year for the Browns. Uh, had a nice situation there with Kersey going down and a couple of rookies there, uh, you know, filling in around him. I think he's going to get paid by somebody other than the Browns, so he's going to be in a new situation. Uh, so he is a sell for me right now because I think the only way down for Showbert, or the only way to go right now for Showbert, is down. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get what you got last year. So uh, if somebody's thinking that Joe Showbert's going to repeat, sell to him and get what value you can right now.
2: Yeah, if I remember right, Showbert had a lot of like interceptions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even a maybe even took one to the house. But um, yeah, he's he's probably leaving town. He's he's going to cost a lot of money. Um, I'm, t- I'm I would I would I would consider you know you know approaching the Showbert owner and seeing what he would sell him for. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to get paid, and he'll he'll be the center of whatever defense he goes to. So he's going to have tons of opportunity. He's probably going to remain a linebacker one, regardless of how good he actually is or not, similar to like Blake Martinez.
3: This is the perfect example of just because these guys are sales, like just because these guys are free agents are going to get money, doesn't mean they're automatically a sale because you're basically saying that when a Kansas City buys Joe Schobert for however many million dollars a year, you're buying snaps. So Joe Schobert, exactly like Adam's saying, is going to be the centerpiece of whatever defense he's going to. So he's going to be out there getting tackles, getting fumbles, getting interceptions, doing whatever. So, yeah, Schobert, you're right. Schobert might be a decent little buy.
2: You feel like he's going to he's it, gonna be signed to a bad team.
3: You want him to go somewhere. You don't want him to stay with the Browns because if he stays with the Browns, you've got a. Taki taki. Taki taki yeah, Matt Wilson. Wilson. Absolutely. Uh, Kirkci's
2: yeah, coming back. Yeah,
1: Kirkci's so, under contract. Let him go. The only thing with that is the reason I say sell is because we've seen it now playing IDP for 4 years. The turnover mm. inside the top 10 at linebacker, mm-hmm. typically you're going to be looking at like the top 12. Like probably 6 to 8 of those guys are going to fall out. So the chances that a guy like Showbert where we're like, yeah, I guess he's talented, he's a, you know, it's not like a locked and loaded guy like a, you know, Keekley before he retired or Wagner that you can just yeah. boom, put it in, you know, you know, permanent marker that he's going to be top 12 if he's healthy. I don't feel that way about Schobert. Yeah. So I just think right now, as long as you if you're looking to buy, you're not looking to buy it, what in your mind is a top 12 linebacker. As long as you've got the right perspective of this guy is a good uh back end linebacker one, Linebacker two option, I'm fine with that.
2: I'm with you. I'm selling two. So, but who, buying if the price is right. Yeah, if the mm-hmm.
1: price is right, and that's another thing too. You got but that's
2: like a third. I'm not spending a
3: second on them.
1: No, no, def- definitely not. Um, now Bobby, who's this next guy we got here? Another one that's uh, close to your heart.
3: Chicago linebacker who. You owe him an apology, Josh. Uh-huh. Freaking Roquan Smith, not wrecked his car, uh-huh. got a DUI, beaten women, whatever you allegedly put on him that night. You Poor drug guy his
1: name through the mud. Do we know what actually he did yet? Has the story come it's out? It's come out. It? He
3: was at home playing Monopoly uh-huh. with his family.
1: Well, that's even worse somehow, playing Monopoly. My God, what a psychopath.
3: So, Roquan, buy, sell, hold.
1: Man.
2: Buy. By Tre- Trevathan, maybe out of town. Uh, Kwiatkowski may maybe out of town. Um, I
1: think they're both free agents, actually. Yeah,
2: Roquan is. I mean, he's he was great down the end. Of the, you know, down, down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, he looked like he was fine and back.
1: I just don't know what. What are you having to pay right now for Ro- Roquan? That's my ah, main concern. You know,
2: again, we get these people at this point of the year that look at the year-end stats. They don't really comb through it. Sometimes, mm-hmm. maybe you could get him for a. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to get him for just a second, but maybe you get him for a second and a third, mm-hmm. you know, something like that.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Especially, I mean, seeing Trevathan and Kwiatkowski both being, you, you know, free agents, I think one of those guys is back. If I were the Bears, I'd be bringing Kwiatkowski back. Um, Yeah, I I, I think for the right price, I would be interested in Roquan. Mm-hmm.
2: We may need to also keep in mind that you know if you do burn a second round pick, that could potentially be someone like Isaiah Simmons. So it's like, who do you want more? Do you want Isaiah Simmons or Roquan Smith?
1: Especially in a league like ours, where you're looking at a contract league. Okay, if you took Roquan in a, in a rookie on a rookie deal, you've got two years left with him versus Isaiah Simmons on a four year deal. Sure, yeah, I and mean, that's uh, you know that's that changes the equation a lot. So yeah. again, context really matters with this.
3: But with these defensive guys, you're not talking about a lot of money. Second, third-round picks aren't that much.
1: So, Bobby, what are you doing? Yeah, You Ro- are the Roquan owners. Oh, team. yeah,
3: Roquan's a hold for me. I, I'm, I've held him all year. People have called and asked, you know, while his value was kind of low. Yeah, I love Roquan. He's my boy.
1: All right, so Shaq Barrett. About to make all the money in the world as an unrestricted free agent. Um, I'm not buying this guy. No, I'm happy for him. Like, good for him. Go make your money, Shaq Barrett. Awesome yeah. season. Yeah. Hope he makes all the money in the world. Uh, don't have any interest in him as like uh, you know. I mean, all year we thought, when is the other shoe gonna drop for this guy? So, yeah. Sure. It slowed down a
2: little bit. It wasn't as crazy, but he was, man, he was, con- he, was he was pretty consistent. So good, like. Um, but great, good on him having his best year. You know here in this in this uh, contract here
1: yep so he's uh i think he's a sell for all three of us oh yeah so uh bobby why don't you tee us up on this next one here
3: yeah so unrestricted free agent which that hurts me to say cory littleton uh he was the linebacker pretty high in rso i can't remember quite what he was this year but what do y'all take buy sell hold um
1: so this is a guy he is in a similar situation as Schobert in that I think he's going to make a lot of money on the open market, but unlike Schobert, I think—well, I'm not going to say unlike Schobert—I think Littleton is way more talented than Schobert is. Schobert is, mm-hmm. so um, he is a big time buy for me because where I had the question marks with can Schobert repeat inside the top ten, I don't have those question marks as much with Corey Littleton. I think if he lands in a nice spot and is guaranteed a high snap count, should he stay healthy, I think he's going to put up the stats to have another top twelve season.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So he's a buy for me.
2: Um, yeah, I think so too. Uh, it's it's um, I don't know, I don't know. It's tough. He had 134 combined tackles, three and a half sacks, two picks. Uh, I mean, that, those are pretty nice stats. Mm-hmm. But I do worry that him switching teams could actually hurt his value. I think he's just in a perfect situation there in LA. Um but you know, I don't regardless of where he goes, I don't think he dips. I don't think he dips, you know, too far below. So it's going to be team specific on what to do. Um but personally, I would probably sell him. Mm-hmm. If if you can get, you know, a first Oh yeah. probably sell him there
1: for sure. Do you, what are the chances uh, – the beat writer saying there's any chance that uh, he stays in L.A.?
3: There is a possibility of that just because the freaking linebackers behind him are so bad. You've got Troy Reeder. Um, you actually do have – Kaiser. Yeah, Micah Kaiser who should be healthy this year, which would help. Um, the problem is just that there's no money. Um, the reason I do like Corey Littleton, he's questionable defense against the run He's really good in coverage. So you've got a three-down linebacker, which even though he's not great in the run, he's out there all the time. Um, so just his snaps alone really, really help him out. I don't know. Corey, I love him. It would take a lot to acquire Corey from me. The other Rams guy has actually come. And I've considered it, but, oh, man. I just Some of these guys, like Mahomes, you just want to watch from week to week. So I will not get onto that train too much, but let's get to the next guy before it gets to be uh, 3 a.m. Miles Jack, signed right now through 2023. Sell. Sell. Yeah, I think that's a a quick little answer from everybody. Let's go to the next one. Uh, Zach Cunningham. Sell. Addie? Sell. Yep, absolutely.
1: All right, we're just rolling through these. I love it. Uh, Next up, Drew Tranquil.
2: Bye.
3: Okay, explain.
2: Well, just, I mean, Thomas Davis. Sure. He's 47. Um actually fifty-seven. Yeah, you, you're off ten years. <laughs>
1: he's 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 already got the uh the retirement. Yeah. the pension is his
2: yeah. income. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, he's working in another state now to collect the double retirement.
4: <laughs> the double retirement. He's <laughs> double dipping, as yeah. they like to say. Uh, yeah.
2: Brown's gone. Uh, Pearman can never stay healthy. Drew Tranquil Trin- was the guy that popped, and he was you know the guy out of Notre Dame that a lot of people liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean. I like him. I know that you know tra- targeting a linebacker for the Chargers is usually uh, you know something a fool does, but yeah. man, I just like this guy.
3: I was that fool with Kaiser White. Yeah, and they decided just to. Kill I've been him. on
2: it. I was on to Tavis, you know, for
3: yeah for a while. The tranquilizer. Right? Ooh, did you yeah, no? You name right, it. You right, named right, it. Yeah, right. I'll give that's you right. your credit. Trademark. That's right. I, yeah, I think if, if the uh, if the price
1: is right, uh I do. I would be looking to acquire Drew Tranquil. I think okay.
2: the price would be right. Yeah. I think
1: I think everybody. Would be like, yeah, sure you want to give Friggin me a, what? A fourth. A
2: and honestly, third? he may not yeah. even be owned. I mean, you That's true. check your waiver wire. waiver wire. I've been shocked that. to see that dude in my league this week. Someone picked up uh Jelaney Tavai. Wow. Someone picked Shaq Lawson. I picked up Kenny Clark. I mean, there were some people that were just, you know, that just happens. You, you <laughs> some of these guys get dropped throughout the year, and you just kind of forget about them, and they they're buried on the stats and stuff. And Jemani yeah, there's tonight. little mines, uh, there's little diamonds out there to mine.
3: Uh, speaking of diamonds, uh, Justin Simmons had him a great 2019. So buy, sell, hold, Joshy?
2: Um, yeah,
1: probably a sell for me.
2: I'm probably buying, just because a lot of people don't give this guy the respect he deserves. He's a poor man's Harrison Smith, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite safeties, like one of my favorite safeties to watch, is an actually good player, mm-hmm. and Denver would be very dumb letting him letting him walk.
1: Yeah. So is he uh, is he a free agent?
3: Um, I think he, he is. is. Yeah, he is. That's why we put him on here. Yeah, you're right. Denver six years old. Denver would be dumb to let him go. So probably buy or hold Simmons. I guess if you have him. Uh, let's get to the next one. A pretty uh, popular big three topic uh, safety, Tracy Walker
2: for the Detroit Lions. This is a buy for me. People, so
3: you, you
1: believe long term in Tracy. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. He's, I think he's really good. Especially now with Quandre Diggs out of town. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why Detroit did that, but that definitely helped Walker a lot. And Tavon Wilson, who's opposite, uh, the opposite safety there. He's in his
2: 30s now. Um, so, yeah, Tracy Walker's really good. Detroit has some good
3: players, man.
2: Really uh, good secondary.
3: A really good secondary. They've got um, uh, Big Play Slay. Um, I like
2: Justin Coleman. Uh, Tracy Walker, obviously. talked about Tavis. Flowers.
3: Flowers has kind of come around a little bit yeah, on me. He was solid.
2: Yeah. Tavis. But yeah, Tracy Walker, he's someone that a lot of people are still. Probably not giving him the respect he deserves, but this is someone that I think is a legit like top six, top seven safety. Agree.
3: You've
1: been a Tracy head though from day one, and I think that's part of it is like I'm just I'm not sold in to the extent that you are, so it just the question marks in my mind, I'm not because I mean this was his breakout year. Yeah. We hadn't Second year. Yeah. So we hadn't seen it before then. First first chance at real playing time. Exactly. So but- for me, I'm just I have a a, a amount of skepticism when it comes to buying players uh, off of one year of performance, unless I really believe in them. So I totally understand where you're coming from wanting to buy. This is
2: a guy that gets like eight to 10 tackles on the, you know, on the reg.
3: It does make you feel a whole lot more different when you've grabbed this guy early and let him develop. And you're like, shoot, I ain't trading this guy. That's how they become your voice. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So it's like, that was like Jayon for me, you know, Jayon had the big, you know the nice year for the Titans. He was, you know, a big a big target for me coming in because I just had this personal belief, like I was kind of shooting my shot. So, I get it. Um, but um, you know, he would be a guy if I had Tracy. I'm holding Tracy, uh, but I just don't know that I have the conviction to go buy him right now. Hmm. Um, another guy here that's, uh, you know, that I have question marks about. Um, Eric Reed, Addy. I'm curious because I know you've been an Eric Reed fan all season. Where are you coming down on him right now by sell hold? This
2: is an easy sell, finishing as the number two safety. I mean, although, you know, with Le- uh, Luke keekley leaving town, there's going to be a lot of tackles vacated. So that bodes well for him. Um, I imagine that defense is going to be on the field a lot because they're still not going to be that good unless Brian Burns takes a large leap. But replacing keekley's that's, you know. That's impossible. Pretty impossible to do. you're not going to be able to do that. As a side note,
3: Shaq Thompson's probably a buy right now. Oh, man.
2: Oh, 100%. Shaq Thompson's like a legit top six linebacker in Dynasty. Yeah.
1: Imagine if you had just traded for Shaq Thompson right before the Keekly News broke. You need to go play the lottery or something. Uh, So, yeah, and I was looking to see how long Eric Reed was going to be there in Carolina. He's actually signed through 2022. Yeah, Mm.
2: they gave him a nice deal. They Mm.
1: did. So, um, I think he'll be there. Uh, he's probably a hold for me right now as well, just because like you said, there's a lot happening there, but Keekley's absence, I think just leaves a big hole right in the middle of that defense. So you could see, even if Reed doesn't finish number two, which I don't think he will, uh, he could still have a nice like top 24 season. Mm-hmm. Oh which, yeah. That's valuable. That's really valuable in IDP to have a guy you can count on as your safety too was safety one upside.
2: Yeah, I imagine he will have another top 24 season. Mm-hmm. I would
1: think so. Bobby, what about you?
2: Yeah.
3: I'm right on board with y'all. I'm already moving on to these next guys. So, uh, Landon Collins signed through 2024. So, Josh, this is your boy.
1: I sold him at the end of last season. Oh, you so did? I did. I thought yeah. Thought you still had him. I sold him, uh, let's see, to It's 10. little
2: little different here though cuz he was getting paid pretty handsomely, you he know. Was,
1: yeah, he was making was like eight, over 10
3: over 10 million, oh, right? Oh, wow.
1: Pretty sure yeah. So, yeah, eights, I mean. Range. You sold
3: him late 2019 or 2018? Late last season. 2019. 2019 See, I season. thought you had him through yeah, last I year. Yeah, I sold okay. him right
1: before the playoffs gotcha. Uh, Just felt like a good time to cash out as far as in that contract league that we had. But, yeah. man, he
3: put some nice games up late last year. I'm probably trying to you – know, I'm
2: always going to probably tap on the owner and see what they want for him, but mm-hmm. he's someone I'm holding. I mean, just, you know – Top five, lock it in, safety. Mm -hmm.
1: It hurt. He was one of my guys that I'd had forever. Uh, But, you know.
3: He's so good, man. The $11 million really hurts.
1: Yeah, that was was context specific. It was a great package. Um, I was able, I had all the leverage because the owner really wanted to add Collins for his playoff run, so I thought. Well, I'm going to ask for the sun, moon, and the stars here, and the
2: owner paid. So,
3: But that was the perfect setup, too, of like that defense was kind of wonky. You know, those linebackers were kind of weird last year. So
2: oh, he's in a great spot there. And he, like you said, he's signed through the next 23. He's, he's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: he's rich through 2024, too. His dead cap's pretty high, I believe, through the And Ron
1: end. Rivera coming in, I like it as wheels up for all of the defensive pieces That in defense for real, man. Mm-hmm. Buy in on Washington right now if you have a chance.
2: Yeah. Who's going to end up being the linebacker there? Do we think uh, – is is uh, Cole Holcomb going to be the guy?
1: <laughs> I think Holcomb will be in the mix. I don't know that I necessarily want any of the Washington Redskins linebackers. Your like. boy
2: Sean Dion? Mm.
1: If I have him, I'm holding him. I mm-hmm. don't know that I'm going out and trying to buy anybody right yeah. now because we have just zero certainty, I feel like.
2: I think the answer – is probably just avoid the linebackers yep. and just yep. get get Collins. I yep. agree. He's their line. He's
1: kind of going to be their their main linebacker. Linemen, get Collins. Mm-hmm. He plays um, in the box enough. And just see, you know, if and you, Montez Sweat,
3: as we talked about, yeah, yeah, defensive be on the linemen. Edge. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but pay attention that first week to the Washington game. See which linebackers you have a good feel for, and then maybe go try to nab one off the waiver wire and get him cheap, and just see if you guess right. Because maybe you grab a guy that, uh, you know, you can plug in every week as your LB2 or something, uh, which would be nice. So, yeah, Landon Collins uh, is definitely a buy. Last guy here, guys. We made it through. 64 players. Good for us. Mm -hmm. Good job, big three.
2: About 40 minutes.
1: Yeah. Um, Not bad. Yeah, let's see if you're correct. Yeah, 36 minutes in right now. So, not too shabby, fellas. Mm -hmm. Nicely done. Jesse Bates, let's go about uh, 30 minutes on Jesse, and we can wrap Mm -hmm. it up at about an hour and see our families tomorrow.
3: Well, Jesse was born in a small town of West Virginia.
1: (laughs) Is he really? Is it West Uh, Virginia? I have no idea. So uh, I had Jesse Bates in the sleeper league, and,
2: uh, I mean, he was just solid week in and week out. Mm -hmm. Very solid. Um, This is probably a sell for me, though. He is a free safety, so he plays deep. Uh, This is a team that has benefited from high snap counts, uh, the last two years, in fact, I think they're like close to. I think both their safeties finished like
3: Sean Williams.
2: Top 12,
1: top yeah. 24. I mean, they both were very relevant. And which so, you just don't see a lot. I think
3: they were higher than that, actually. Yeah, they were sense. really high.
2: And I see that. I, see, I could see this team flipping. I could see this team being, you know, having an offense that actually stays on the field a lot longer now, mm-hmm. meaning less opportunity for the defensive guys. So, um, I'm selling Jesse Bates right now. Um, because I feel like you could probably get a nice little, you could probably get a second for him, maybe.
1: maybe, maybe somebody's offering a
2: second. I mean, that's sell Jesse. Yeah, that's what's always a struggle, like having other owners respect like what you have, you know. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't want to give you what you really, what they really are worth, It's because they don't know the, they don't know how to value them. Sure, yeah, you know,
1: and it's um, it's tough because I think if you don't play IDP, you know, you hear a second and you just think. I think rookie picks are devalued a little bit in non-IDP leagues Mm -hmm. because once you get to the second and third rounds, you're taking some dart throws. Yeah. Whereas in the third round, you're getting the future LB1 potentially and one of the Devins. Mm -hmm. Take your pick which one you like more. Those guys are going to the third round. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the picks all the way through, I mean – You know, maybe the end of the fourth and then the end of the fifth is not where maybe where the value cliff is. But, geez, second and third round picks are so valuable in IDP leagues.
3: But especially this year, I think there's some great value in the third and fourth round because I think there's going to be so many offensive pieces that are taking the first two rounds that there's going to be some dope defense to be had the third round, the fourth round this year. I think it's going to be a. It's not only a deep NFL draft, but it's going to be a deep IDP draft as well. At least that's the hope.
1: So I was looking it up. Sean Williams in our sleeper league finished as the safety three. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Dang. Like safety overall three, and uh, behind only Jamal Adams. I'm sorry. I'm looking at 2018. For some reason, it defaults <laughs> to 2018 stats. That's really stupid. Um, so mm. let's take a look and see. So yeah, Sean Williams. I mean, he was inside the um, the top ten. That's it
2: great, like, and Bates was probably top 15, right? Yeah,
1: so, well, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, he was number 10, Sean Williams was. Uh, Justin Simmons was 11 in that league, hmm. 12, 13, 14. So, Bates was safety 14 in our sleeper league. So, you've got two top 15 guys for the Bengals.
0: Nice. Buddha won.
1: Buddha one, baby. Buddha a big time bye. Buddha's always yeah. a buy though. Forever not buy. Trying to buy Buddha. Forever buy, baby. So I hope you all enjoyed 64 player breakdown buy sell hold. We are gonna go sleep right now. Um, and uh, maybe not. Uh, maybe just take a day off tomorrow, boys. Mm.
4: Yeah. Okay. You know, I Thank think you. it
1: was. Uh, who was it that was pushing for the day after the Super Bowl to be a holiday? It was one of the. That was me. Companies. That's
2: always. That's been one of my takes for for a long time. It should I'm, be a national holiday. No, a lot of people probably share that same take, but yeah, man.
1: So we're just going to take it on Tuesday now.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: The day after the day after the The Super Bowl. The hangover from the hangover. There you
1: go. All right. We'll be back uh, next week. It may be these two knuckleheads, uh, depending on uh, how I'm dealing with sleep deprivation and having a tiny, crying human being in my life for the first time.
2: You'll need a break. Yeah. Yeah, You'll be here.
1: I think I'll probably be here. Uh, And it's an exciting series. This is my baby. We're going to take a page from the Fantasy Footballers and do the truth. Of, uh, I think we'll probably be starting with the uh, linebacker group and nice. see where do these. Uh, we did the did the top 100, so we can pick out whichever ones we want to talk about and see how we feel about those guys moving forward. Do we trust them, or not? Gentlemen, this is going to be our longest show. I hope you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Just uh, if you got a long commute, this should get you probably through at least like uh, one the or whole two week. days. Probably yeah. the whole probably
2: <laughs> needs a whole week to get through this one.
1: So. Probably, if you have like a normal commute like we do, probably 15 minutes each way. Yeah, you got a whole week's worth of podcasting yeah. here. So. But
3: a lot of content.
2: A
1: lot of content.
2: Pretty good stuff
1: for us. Yeah. You know? A lot My of a lot of our
0: stuff is hit or miss.
1: Yeah. We tend to get into some of the nonsense. We. Just crap on DJ Keltown for about 20 minutes, but uh, we're not dopes, Adam. Yeah. That's right. That should be the official slogan on the next iteration of the logo. We'll work on it. Big three IDP, not dopes. That's right. I love that. I appreciate you boys putting in the work on the doc today and all the podcast prep. Thank you all for listening. We will be back next week. Boys, seven months till football, but who's counting?
2: Hey. Whatever you know, what it's not. Uh, it'll it'll be okay. You know, now that we've been we're working in this uh, industry, uh-huh. it doesn't seem like uh, I'm gonna miss it as much like I normally do.
1: And XFL's
2: coming up this weekend.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't. I probably don't. Know. you'll have it on in the background. I don't know. You
0: don't tell me what I'll have. What I'll have on. Josh. <laughs> You're
1: right. You'll be spending time with your family. What am I talking about? That's right. That's right. I love you, family. Love you, family. <laughs> All right, boys. Thanks a lot. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP.